What's going on, everybody? <laughs> I just screamed that. <laughs> <laughs> it is episode 19 of Punch the Air, and it is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. All right, today we got a bunch of fun stuff to talk about, and as always, to my right, Cole T-Bone Lockley. Medium rare, please. <laughs> and then to my left, back for second time, second time, Dylan Davis. Pleasure to be here. And then on the Zoom, Ethan Davis coming in live from Double Houston. Double D, the Davis boys. The, the Davis Double boys. D. Double D. So. Double down. So, like I said, we got an array of NFL topics we're going to go over. We're going to talk a little Vikings after that big win against the Bills. We'll talk about the Bucks, the Bills' late-game struggles. A little bit of the impressive win for Indy and Jeff Saturday. A little Cowboys talk, a little Packers talk. We're going to talk – Best wide receiver in the league, Justin Fields, a little Derek Carr stuff. Got some blind resumes for you, a worst coaches draft, and we're going to wrap up with our week 11 against the spread picks. So first off, let's kick things off with the Vikings. They go ahead and win probably the game of the year, 33-30. It was a hell of a game. Easily game of the year. People yeah. were definitely asking questions about them going into the game. So, I mean, we got to ask now, are they actually legit now that what they're Eight and one, seven and one. Thank you. Got to ask Cole first. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. They were frauds. I, I, I think still you got to ask if he's. I he's still, still do think you they still are frauds. do. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're eight and there one, but seven out of their eight wins have been by one possession scores. Yes, they just did beat the Bills, but I mean that game, like everything had to go right for them to win that game, and somehow they squeaked it out. Even Josh Allen had three turnovers in the second half. I mean that fumble. I mean, when does that – when the hell does that ever really even happen? Um, but let me tell you all this. So I was doing a little research, and according to Football Outsiders, they have a term that's called DVOA. And what the DVOA measures is a team's efficiency by comparing success on every single play to a league average based on situation and opponent. It is a method of evaluating teams, units, or players. It takes every single play during the NFL season and compares one to the league average baseline based on the situation and the DVOA rating for the Minnesota Vikings right now is currently 17th even after beating the Buffalo Bills so this metric has them listed as a mediocre team I think they're better than 17th overall I think that might be slightly you know hating towards the Vikings in a sense but when you take like a deep dive at like you know their stats and you know like we've discussed before they're not dominant passing game they're not dominant running the ball they don't have a great O-line they have a decent pass rush, but overall their defense really isn't that good either. And they got a first-year head coach. Shout out to Kevin O'Connell. You know he's got them to eight and one. This is, I think, the bet. I think I saw it's the best start to a first-year head coach ever with this eight and one record. But when you look at some of their stats, they're 17th in third down percentage. They're 11th in total yards per game. So that's the biggest strength of the team. And you know this is an offense led by Kirk Cousins, and we've seen this story play out with Kirk time and time again. And it's going to come down to these primetime games or these playoff games, and he's not going to get the job done. I don't think he's not going to get the job. I know he's not going to get the job done. Then we take a look. They're 23rd in rush yards per game. They're 29th in yards per game allowed defensively. 26th in completion percentage allowed. And they also have the kicker with the worst field goal percentage in the league. That may sound stupid, but come playoff time, that is something that will matter. It does matter, yeah. is a terrible kicker. Um, I think they're – Frauds, I think they're vastly overrated. I mean, do, do y'all think they are as good as their eight one record indicates? No. As no. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think they're as good as their eight one record 
says they are. But I will say that one thing that was a big problem for them last year was the fact that they weren't winning the close games last year. They were losing a lot of them. And this year, you know, they're actually pulling us out. Now, yeah, the, the Bills game was pretty much a whole bunch of fucking luck there at the end. and can't really explain anything that was going on there the last couple of minutes. Um, but with that being said, you know, before that, they were still finishing games that last year they would have won. So I'm not going to go as far to say as they're frauds, per se, at 8-1. and one, um, But I definitely think they're on the cusp of being really good. I think it really comes down to seeing, you know, if Kirk Cousins, like you mentioned, if he is going to play any better because – he seems to have the tools to do it now in that offense and has a good offensive line now for once, which has kind of been a problem for them of late. Um, so it is going to be interesting to see how he ends up doing in those games that actually really matter a lot more come playoff time because sitting at 8-1, and it would be pretty hard for them not to make the playoffs at this point. If you give me the Super Bowl at a 12 o'clock game, <laughs> I'm taking Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it may not be a bad call there. They're a good football team. I don't know if they're as good as their 8-1 record is, that being all of their games are close. Right. You can flip a coin, and half those may mm-hmm. go the other way. Mm-hmm. But they are a good football team. They're pretty effective throwing the ball, pretty effective running the ball. They don't rely on anyone to do God knows what every single week. They're just a good football team. Except for Jefferson to be Which, a monster I mean, week by week. But, we'll get to that uh, later. But, yeah. I mean, he's – Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I agree. They're they're definitely a, a good team. I don't think they're not a good team. I just think when you imagine a team that's eight and one, you're that's the, usually the team out of the NFC that you're like, or whatever conference they're in. You're like, okay, that team is probably pushing as the favorites to represent their conference. And I mean, even still now to like the national media, I still don't really see anyone thinking that they're actually going to make a legitimate push to rep the NFC in the Super Bowl. The you thing know? that does no. give me hope is that they're in the NFC. That is the silver lining, yes. That gives them a lot of help. I mean, it's a pretty weak conference this year, and, I mean, you give me a toss-up. Well, they only have one more primetime game the rest of the year, so that's definitely playing in their favor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that does, huh? That does. does. They got got Dallas game of the week, uh, 3.30, so I think that'll be another big test for them. It's only Dallas minus one. That should be a a really good game, honestly. Yeah, ultimately – is he going yeah, to play? supposed to play. Huh? Does it matter, though? Okay. I was just, I was just wondering. It doesn't yeah. probably matter much. But, yeah, ultimately – hey, I was about to say, just you should just play Pollard yeah. anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> I think Zeke actually is very good to, to spell Pollard. I don't think – I think if we only played Pollard, he would probably get a lot more wear and tear and probably not have as much pop. But, yeah, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to Kirk Cousins. And if he can deliver in these playoff games and playoff atmosphere and, you know, everything we have to go off says otherwise that he actually will – so I'll I'll believe it when I see it. You know, I think they're going to be the two seed probably. They might be even the one seed. So there's a good chance that the NFC may have to go through Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, in that case, you know, yeah. I, wouldn't, two games. I wouldn't be shocked if they, you know, make – I with how weak the NFC is, I really wouldn't be shocked if they make the NFC championship. Um, but – and there's no scenario in my mind to where I could picture Kirk Cousins holding up the Lombardi Trophy. What a sight. I do not – yeah. I plane ride back. I want to see the plane ride back. Getting hype. Yeah, I mean, well, I, uh, I mean it's not – it's not – maybe in Madden, wild. but not in real life. I mean, last year it was crazy to see the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, even when it happened, like, we were just like, the Bengals are in the yeah. fucking Super Bowl. But they have Joe Burrow, though. For sure, but I, feel, I still feel like I get the same feeling with Joe the Vikings. Burrow. And I'd take a second year Joe Burrow over – you know, noon slate, Kirk Cousins, any day. I mean, my, my prediction Fair for the Vikings is one playoff win, they're done. I don't care if it's in the divisional round, 
for the wild card round. They're mm-hmm. getting, they're gonna win one and then get knocked. Yeah, and it's all about like it's all about your expectations yeah. with what you have for this team. Yeah. I think all of none of us see them winning a Super Bowl, and probably only out and probably you know everyone outside of Viking fans. That's what they kind of see. I mean, if you're a Viking fan, you've probably bought some of this fool's gold and think that I mean, they're have to. Promised yeah. Land. Yeah, I mean, if you're eight and one, yeah, go nuts, have a party. I'd probably be Absolutely. all over that oh, yeah. fool's gold. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll I'll believe it when I see it. Um, all right. So, bottom line, Vikings are a fraud, eight and one team. Yes. Maybe the they're worst not... one last team to this point. Possibly. Yeah, they, I mean, them and the Giants are both up there as just complete frauds. <laughs> in my mind. Two, baby. <laughs> That's still <laughs> one wild. game out of first. <laughs> but then again, like, yes, but they could make noise because, I mean, you know, first round of the playoffs has ended right now. They're looking at facing the 49ers, which I don't Scary. think they're winning that game. But, you know, if they yeah. – the That's not if, looking good. If a good. team like Seattle or New York or, hell, even Dallas jumps to that seventh seed, I think they got a good shot at beating that team. And then second round, you're looking at probably a Niners or a Buck team, and I think that's when their road would end. Or a hot Packers team. Yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows about that? All right, next up, another team with the well, the goat. But uh, the Bucks, they've what now won two straight. Their offense has just looked better than it has all year. They actually got the run game going Sunday morning. Got a nice win over the Seahawks in Munich. Um, are the Bucks back, and can they make a run? Again, I think this is the expectation factor. It's like, what do you expect from the Bucks? And I think a lot of people expect them after this few-game win, naturally, with Tom Brady as your quarterback, to be like, okay, like in this week conference, like they, you know, should be, or maybe not should be the favorite, but they should be right up there. Um, th- I think this one's just hard to judge because ultimately, if the running game, if they cannot consistently run the ball with a 45-year-old Tom Brady, then they're not going to make the Super Bowl, or they're not going to even make the NFC Championship in my mind. Um, and then when you look at, you know, their potential playoff matchups, because that's kind of what we're talking about here, if they face anyone outside of the 49ers, I like their chances in those games strictly based on the run defenses of those teams. Giants are 23rd, Dallas yeah. are 24th, Vikings are 10th, Philly 17th. So, I mean, I, I think against any – I think they could even take Philly in the playoffs. The Absolutely. only team that I would say they will not beat in the playoffs is the 49ers. Yeah, but they still very easily could, though. That'd be a close mm. game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they beat the 49ers. I would think – I think the Eagles have a tough time against them because the Eagles need to be able to run the ball, as you saw, you know, the last game they had against the, the, the uh, Commanders. So, I think that's a tough matchup. But, I mean, once it goes back to being in the NFC, like, luckily they're in the NFC. So, like, who really knows? Because, I mean, we're starting to figure out teams a little better now. But – um you know, come playoff stretch, I feel like a lot of these like teams that should be better are going to start playing better, and it's going to make the picture a little interesting for some of those teams that you know shouldn't be this good. Kind of start tailing off because that's sort of what happens by the end of the season once we get to this point. Is you start to really see what teams are actually made of, and then injuries start reaping they're reaping around and things like that this time of year too. So, um, but luckily for them, I think they kind of got some of their injuries out of the way early. Um, and they were able to kind of get enough time to adapt to them since they were early on in the season, unlike, you know, some of the teams that are going to run into things um, coming on down the home stretch. So um, I do think that is a benefit for them is having that time to adjust to having missing some big guys. Um, it's going to be tough to miss them, obviously, but they do have the tools to 
adjust to it and they have enough time to figure it out. And luckily they're in the NSC, so there's plenty of time to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, and that's one thing too with the defense. Like people started freaking out about this defense maybe not being that good. But we saw in Seattle and we saw against the Rams, like this defense is still good. They still have the personnel there. Yeah. yeah. These guys have been playing together, so they're got Winfield Jr. back last week. I mean he's a yeah, huge part of that awesome. defense. So right now they're yeah, matched so. up against the Giants if the playoffs started right now. And mm-hmm. oh, we know what the Giants do to Tom Brady. Come on now. Put Eli Manning on the team and we have I'm a different broke. story. <laughs> Neil Jones, Eli that can run. <laughs> I'm kidding. Tell yourself that. Jesus. I'm taking Tom Brady over a Danny Dimes yeah. in the playoffs. That, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's fair. Probably that's come playoff time you have to. I hope I hope <laughs> most people fair. would. <laughs> Tom Brady two and zero since the divorce. Um, condolences there, but he's yeah. playing better football. He's got only one thing to focus on now. He just winning the championship. Just love of the game, baby. He's winning a championship. And have you all seen uh, what Nick Nick Wright? He's talked about this a few times, but like the potential Tom Brady playoff matchup, like the quarterbacks, like round one, yeah. good chance it's Danny Dimes or. Gino, and then round two, it could face Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, Jalen yeah. Hurts. I mean, QB like mm-hmm. QB versus QB matchup and come NFC time. Like, say what you want, Brady hasn't been that great this year, but I'm still taking Tom Brady over any other QB that he could potentially face in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to, especially because a lot of the NFC quarterbacks are young quarterbacks, except for maybe Kirk Cousins. But a lot of them are young quarterbacks who aren't proven. Unlike in the AFC, you got young quarterbacks with a lot of talent who are proven who just need some more playoff experience under their belt to be, you know, even considered better performers. But you don't really have guys like Justin Herbert just sitting around in the NFC who's the fifth best quarterback in that in that league. I mean, Herbert's probably the best quarterback in the mm-hmm. NFC. So. And even when you look at the NFC, like, playoff landscape, there's even the Eagles and Vikings, the top two teams, there's still, like, real question marks surrounding yeah. these times. Like, like, the Vikings have Kirk. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts hasn't won a playoff game yet. Yes, their roster's stacked. They're – eight and one now or whatever, but like we, we still have to see Jalen Hurts do this come playoff time. And they've had a cupcake schedule this whole year. So I think it's, it really is a real, like a legitimate argument that the Bucks could rep the NFC this year for the Super Bowl. I did. Yep. I, it, luckily the be the NFC. It's definitely possible. Yeah. Well, if they were a AFC team, I'd say hell fucking. No. They'd be no. fucked. Yeah. yeah. They'd be fucked. Well, this yeah. is where they'd Tom so Brady fucked. thrived for years in the AFC, just beating the shit out of shitty teams. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. somehow now mm-hmm. the NFC South is the worst division of football. Yep. I mean, well, I mean, that that's allowed them. They were able to kind of just right the ship with the and the rest of the NFC South sucking. And now they're just in a good position to pounce. And yeah. I mean, just watching the game on Sunday morning, you just you you got some of those like vibes back from what their offense is supposed to look there's, like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about you to got say some of that. Back. Yeah, there's like a there's like a gear. It's like they really needed to get a win in the way where they had to really come out and perform as a team like they did in the in the game where they came back and won. Um, you know, I think they needed that as like a confidence boost for them all because I think a lot of them were just kind of getting down and not really sure what the heck was going on. They got the players but not not executed. I think finally that they executed really has opened it up for them to have some chances. Now, they got to keep it up for sure because it only has been two weeks and hasn't been the best teams yet either. But I think it would be interesting to see that they're you can kind of see they're starting to adjust to some of their problems they had early on in the season of late. So you hope they can keep it up. Yeah, if there was a game for them to get the run game right, it was against Seattle. They ranked 29th against the run. Mm-hmm. 
abysmal against the run. But don't sleep on who. How about Rashad White? Rashad by the way? White looked great. But do not sleep on Julio Jones come playoff time. He's kind of been hurt all year, but when he has played limited time, he's looked good. And he I, looked fast I, on that. He looked fast. I I think that he, he, he could be a guy come playoff because Brady. Brady still hasn't found that security blanket. You know, yeah. last he's missing Gronk. AB was a great blanket for him. I think Julio could emerge as one of those, you know, premier security blankets for him as their third option in the passing game. And they've got the Browns next week, so it's another opportunity to keep the train rolling. Yeah, build on the run game, get all their guys healthy. So the Bucks are back. Yeah. All right, next up we're going to continue to talk from uh, game of the year so far and on the Bills' side. Uh, another close game that they definitely should have won. That's, I mean, all three of their losses have been that same case. There's one possession games that they need to pull out. And Josh Allen's record, I think, in one possession games now, I, I want to say it's three and nine, three and ten, which is like I think it's the third or fourth worst over the last two years. So, I mean, what do they got to do? I mean, they can't be having these late game struggles if they're really going to be the Super Bowl favorites or right up there. I. I really, I really wonder if they're like downplaying the injury thing because, like, I, I don't know what's been going on with him of late. Um, you know, obviously he got hurt in the last game, but you know something was just—he just hasn't been playing right. He looks like he's been forcing it. He looks like sophomore year Josh Allen of late, honestly. Like he'll make a big play here and there, and the next thing you know, he makes like a bonehead mistake in the red zone, and he's been doing it a lot lately. So I don't really know what's going on. I think. I think there's some, I think there's got to be a lack of focus of what's really going on in the in the building and what the situation is over there. I think they kind of you know as a team had this mindset that they're untouchable and unstoppable. Um, they got a lot of things going on off the field too with some of their players because they do have big marquee players. But I think it's just kind of taking some of their attention away from where they're really at, which is that they're not even leading the division right now. The Dolphins have looked like the best team in the AFC in the what did it, is it yeah, AFC East? Yeah, AFC East. Yeah. In the AFC East, they've been looking like the best team in the division. If they don't pick it up and they're not careful, the Jets, who are probably, in my opinion, I still think they're kind of a pretender and a fraud also. Mm -hmm. But if they're not, they're kind of in trouble there if they don't figure out those mistakes because that's a team that feasts off you making mistakes in crucial situations. So, I mean, they're not in a great place. And then, obviously, if you're playing a Belichick team, that's not a team you want to make a bunch of mistakes against in the long run of things. That doesn't work out well when teams make a bunch of mistakes against Bill Belichick in, in the grand scheme of things. So, it's going to be interesting to see because obviously they have the talent of the best team in that division in terms of pure talent, but they're not playing like it. And I think they need to realize that they're really not the top dogs there until they really start executing like they are. I think this game really showed their flaws in their running game. I mean, Singletary did yeah. score two touchdowns, but those were his first and second touchdowns of the entire season. Looking at the stats here, he ran for 47 yards. Cook ran for 22 yards. Other than that, there's no other production. Josh Allen was the leading rusher this week, and if he's not performing well arm-wise due to his injury, they can't lean on the run game. They haven't had a run game for the past mm. couple years. If he's actually hurt, it could cause serious problems. Mm -hmm. And you almost wonder, too, if the pressure's too much. I mean, like myself included and most people, you know, coming to the season was like, Josh Allen will win MVP. The Bills will win the Super Bowl, but ultimately, like if they can't win these close games, like, like th that's exactly. the makeup of a Super Bowl team. Like you have to go through adversity and right. you have to fight late game. Like if you can't make those moments happen late game, like you're you're not gonna win at all. Like it, you have, especially come playoff time, like there's gonna be a few moments where you have to make that happen. And Josh Allen now leads the league in picks with ten. 
Um, he had three turnovers in Bullshit. the second half this past game. And, I mean, yeah, like, ultimately, like, it, I wonder if the pressure's too much right now. Because, yeah, like you said, like, they don't have a run game. They never had a run game. I mean, this offense is, like, literally just Josh Allen is everything. Stephon it's Dix. like you, you <laughs> almost want to see them simplify the offense a little bit. And, again, we've talked about it, but I don't like seeing Josh Allen take these hits. And week in and week out, there's probably, trying to make tackles. There's probably like four or five plays where he's running yeah. and he's getting legitimately hit. Yeah. Like he's going to get hurt. Like I don't care oh, who yeah. you are. Like it's not sustainable. Scares the shit out of me as a fantasy owner of him. Yeah, scares the shit out of me. you watch all these other running quarterbacks, yeah. like they'll take a hit or two. But, but they're not – like he's, yeah. he's trying to like – Force the contact, literally, and I get it. Like if it's third and ten, yeah. crucial, like you got to get the extra yard. But dude, if you're up by two touchdowns and you're on your own forty yard line, like don't go for that. Just slide. Literally, just is he? Can he not? Is he? Cause he's like six seven. Can he not slide? He just chooses not to. Yeah. I mean, it's like I think, like, yeah. a, I think he just get a baseball coach in there. Have him learn how to fucking slide. Go watch Kyler Murray slide. But yeah, at the end of the day, like gonna, Tyler Lockett avoiding contact at all costs. Slide. Yeah. <laughs> But then again, it's like, oh, who, yeah. the, does Stephon Diggs shine late game like this? I feel like he kind of disappears late game. I don't know if I've watched well, I mean, I Well, think I think it just gets so both. predictable. Yeah. I think it's so predictable at the end of the game. It's like, all right, Dawson Knox has two catches for 20 yards. Gabe Davis has three catches for 80 yards because he just made, like, three big yeah. catches. But at the end of the drive, what does Josh Allen do? He throws a fucking mm-hmm. pick in the red zone every fucking time, apparently, of late. So, really, it doesn't matter. They make a big play looks good on the stat sheet but at the end of it those drives where they make the big plays they fuck it up at the end of it to where they're not executing so that's where i think comes back to what you were saying it's like they have it like a they think they they realize that they should be super bowl contenders and there's a pressure to it and then i don't think they're realizing like what situation they're in now to where they got to pick it up now or else if they don't in that division there's going to be problems later in the year and i don't really think you want to come down and have to deal with the Dolphins again when they're full go no. this time around. Um, so, I mean, I definitely wouldn't. Um, they're looking – they're getting better and better, and they have a much better run game, which is going to keep Josh Allen off the field. The Patriots, a good run game. will keep Josh Allen off the field. He makes those mistakes like he did last game, they're going to be fucked. Ramondre is getting 30 fucking carries and running down their throat for 150 and two tubs. So, they're screwed. So, if they don't figure it out on that end and running the ball and bouncing the offense – and then stop making mistakes, it's all right. If they could just end some drives with field goals, it'd be different. But they're leaving points on the board in every single mm-hmm. game they've been playing of late. So it's just that's not winning football. They're lucky they're a talented team, which is why we think they're Super Bowl contenders, but they're not playing like Super Bowl contenders at all right yeah. now. Going back to harping on the, the – got to run the ball. I mean, what's the most pop, one of the most popular things of football? Run the ball, stop the run. And you have to do that in the playoffs. Yep. That's where it counts. You have to be able to get behind the center – and hand the ball off to your tailback. It's how you win games in fucking February, in January, Simplify February. a little too flat. And like, my question is, like, come playoff time, once they are in those moments where mm-hmm. it's the third and ten on their own 20, they're down by a touchdown, and, you know, stuff, they take stuff If you're facing a Bill Belichick defense, I know that's not a good example because they probably make the playoffs, but if a team takes digs away, who's the guy? Are you going to Dawson Knox? You're not running the ball. Are you having Josh Allen try to play hero ball and, and run for these yards? Because what they're doing right now, like, are you just gonna, not working? Yeah. You just got to force it to Gabe Davis yes. downfield and double coverage because you just want to chuck and it to him. And that's been Josh like, Allen's whole problem, yeah. his whole college career down yeah. in the NFL, is when it's not the easy route isn't there. He doesn't know how to to make the smart play, to slide, to hit the you know the the safety blanket. So 
I think that's what it's going to come down to is if it's it's not it's those little minor adjustments, but those little minor details yeah. that make everything, and then ultimately decide if you are going to advance to the next round and if you really can be a Super Bowl champion. So I mean, it's yet to see. We have to see Josh do this in the playoffs till we can actually, I think, call them like with the Chiefs right up there because they're not. They're not with the Chiefs right now. No, I mean, no. there's a very good chance that they're a wild card team with the way the Dolphins are playing. I mean, that's the best offense in football. Mm-hmm. They can throw the ball. They can run the ball. Exactly. I mean, that They're in real danger of not winning that division. Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. So, all right. So, yeah, Bills like game struggles. Figure it the real fuck fast. out. Yeah, we got we, yeah, we to see something happen here. All right. And one of the most popular storylines we're going to go into next with Jeff Saturday coming off of his couch Fuck in less yeah. than a week and Fuck leading yeah. the Colts to a victory over the really, Good really Jeff. bad Any Josh McDaniel Saturday. Raiders. Oh, geez. Saturdays are, Saturdays <laughs> wow. are Sundays. Jesus. So, yeah, what do you think about I mean, can, can Saturday take this ball club to the playoffs, or is he just a one-week wonder? I think this is more of a – The Colts fans talk about this. Yeah. I think you this is more of a problem of Go off. how bad are the Raiders. <laughs> I, I, I am a diehard Colts Seriously. fan, but I think this is more of a problem on the Raiders. I mean, just just a quick stat. I want to. They said on part of my take. I just want to reiterate it here. So Josh McDaniel started six and zero with the Broncos in his first year head coaching. Since then, he is seven and twenty four as a head coach. It's pretty bad. And they were oh. also saying that apparently those first six games he was cheating. They were like spying on yeah. teams. And it's like since yeah. they stopped cheating, he literally just he's seven and twenty four. <laughs> but go on. Yeah, back to it. Saturday knows how to lead men. Is he a good coach? I think that's still to be determined. Yeah. But he got the players ready to play. He having a first time play caller in Parks Frazier, who was a, hey, props a, to quarterba- Frazier. a quarterback coach, um, really just went out there, called a good game, called a safe game. Um, and Matt you, Ryan helps. You know, yeah. a lot better than Sam He's Miller, the best obviously. quarterback on that roster, no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I loved about that game? That? They, the offensive coordinator kept it very simple and just gave the ball to fucking Jonathan Taylor. It's. Amazing what can happen when you give him the ball more than 15 yeah. times in when a single game. When you simplify it, you do what you've seen work yeah. prior. Yeah, and then you see how much it helps the rest of the offense open it up for everyone else when they have to deal with the Jonathan Taylor after he just busts 75 yards on your ass the last drive. So it opens yeah. it up for everyone. What was Frank Wright thinking three or four weeks ago when Matt Ryan attempted 60 passes in a game? Franchise record. Didn't they, Franchise didn't they win record. the game? They though? did, but they they did. <laughs> they, so I can't shut them too much. But still, that but is still, true. It's like, yeah. We, what what has worked for the Colts the past year or two? It's been running the, running the football. Run the fucking and ball. I think Jeff Saturday, like he definitely got the boys fired up. They love playing for him, obviously. But he did what any average Joe would go in and do if you're supposed to call plays for Dude. the Indianapolis Colts, which is Give run the, the ball fucking to your best ball player. to one of the best running backs in the league. But I. It's yeah. it's almost impossible for me to imagine that Jeff Saturday will be here come next season. Um, I don't like. God, I hope what so. is he known for? Like he's not. A, be I, he's not calling the play. I mean, he's a motive. I mean, hell, if Dan Campbell can, maybe he can. But like, if Ritz Basacha got Shit. fired after this past season, after leading the Raiders to the playoffs, bad move. How, I don't know how Jeff Saturday. I mean. Maybe if, if y'all make the playoffs and win a game, then I guess. But like, it's, if they make the playoffs, Jeff Saturday is going to be the coach of the Colts next it's year. It's so far fetched in my <laughs> mind to imagine I, that he's actually the head coach going into the next season for Indy. I think coaches like Jeff Saturday, Dan Campbell, 
They're great interim head coaches. You see these guys to come yeah, in, get the boys up. going. Fire up they're good, like, you know, we're down and out. The world's <laughs> they're, against they're us. Substitute, yeah, like, they're substitute coaches. Like, that's why, like, substitute if, coaches. Like, if Dan Campbell, yeah. like, actually has any expectations going into next year, he's going to suck because he is a very much a word. We're down and out. Everyone thinks we suck, kind of coach. Like I couldn't imagine him playing <laughs> with expectations. Suck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're literally just compared to like you know the 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 guy at the combine. They're like, oh, this guy's a gym rat, but ultimately he doesn't have the talent or the skill. That's literally what they are. They'll play hard. They'll bust their ass. He'll try to study, <laughs> but whenever Jeff Saturday goes up against a Bill Belichick led defense, may uh, not go too well. You gotta have good coordinators. Yeah, I think the increase in the run game ultimately boils down they did have a different starting lineup out there um, with their left tackle and their right guard being different than kind of what their usual is and I think that has really jump-started or kick-started an actual increase. Did they start a new guy? They started Will Fries on right guard instead of Matt Pryor who I'm Pryor just asked. I'm pretty sure I can go run block better than Matt Pryor. (laughs) Put that on the record. Um you hear that, Matt Pryor? On the record. was awful in run. You hear that, Matt? You suck. Get better, bitch. In run protection and pass protection, he was an absolute liability. I think this starting Will Fries has – actually, yeah, they started Will Fries. I think was that, this guy just a backup that he they was, promoted? He's, he's the backup, but he's not great in pass protection, but he's a lot better in the run game. As long as he can run block for y'all. I mean, I mean Jonathan really- Taylor went from like 1.6 yards – before contact to now like 4.4 after. Wow. A lot of that is because he had a 60-yard break. That I, don't think and he, it, I don't know if he got touched on. So that And it was Las Vegas' defense. But ultimately they – Yeah, and I noticed, uh, I noticed something too that a lot of what defenses were doing because there were so many struggles with the right side of the line basically was that any time there was pressure, it was coming up the middle in the quarterback's face and from the right side at the same time. So anywhere he tried to escape, he was just fucked either way. Couldn't roll out right because the right side or right tackle wasn't holding it down. Couldn't go straight, scramble up to in the pocket because it's Matt Ryan. It's not really great. Although, he did bust a, a big 32? old fucking run this weekend, though. Dude, he did bust saw, a big I run. Didn't, I, I need to see that run. I didn't Dude, see that run, run is like <laughs> – It was – It, was it might be the – lo- right. In terms right of seconds <laughs> elapsed over a it run, it was the longest run of all time. And, like, he didn't go out of bounds. He, like, cut it back in. Yeah, he kept going. Trying to get more. Yeah, he was not going 39-yard run. The funniest thing is there was, like, two corners – or a corner and a linebacker on Paris Campbell right at the stick. Matt Ryan evades. Neither of them even look at Matt Ryan. Look at him go. There's no I'm gonna one warn there. Paul, he's kind of moving. He's he kind of moving, kind of by moving. the way. Dude, if he funny. got by 21, he might have housed it. He could have walked. But it was like the, like the defense. I think Jonathan whenever, Taylor scores twice on that. I think it's that. hilarious, yeah. though, because whenever Matt Ryan scrambled out to the right, the defense didn't no even like initiate him. moving to him. Like they thought there was no way he was taken off. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. No, I saw that. I saw a uh, stat that that Matt Ryan thirty-nine yard run is longer than Zeke's longest run this year. Like Raheem, um, <laughs> Raheem, there was like five like very well-known running backs that his run was longer than all of. <laughs> God. Good for Matty. He did. He He's was moving. He wants to win. He was he moving. Looked like he, he, was, looked, he looked. He, rested. he looked rested. He looked rested. Like he was pushing a sub a five forty right there. He might have gotten. Yeah. He might have touched four eight, four nine maybe. Look faster than Sam Ellinger for sure. Matty wheels for sure. Yeah, his old ass just sits on the couch for a few I weeks. Mean, you know, if he gets he, legs going. Then. Yeah, if he gets some moving right, he gets some <laughs> momentum. He can make it happen. It's tough to stop. <laughs> but yeah, then also too, it's like. 
you know, if Je- they got to start Matt Ryan. Like Jeff, yeah. if you're bringing in Jeff Saturday to give him an actual, you know, fighters punch, like you can't have him start Sam Bam Ellinger. Man, like, but if what they start Ellinger? It's what's uh, basically if they want to see if he has any future. In the and league. I think two games they already got that answer. Uh, I don't. I don't yeah, know. I think a. Uh, I think it's tough too. I mean, Shaq Leonard's done for the year. He's got a second back surgery now. He so was better when he was Darius. Shaq is he not was. doing. Oh, he yeah. hasn't played that a Shaq. That is true. That's yeah. true. He hasn't played a Shaq. He's that's played, right. What, but I mean, that's that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough again. So who knows how that's going to affect him next season? Also, because I mean, two big back surgeries in the same years. Not ideal for anyone at any no. age. So definitely Ultimately not. Our linebacker, a middle linebacker. Our yeah. linebacker crew has outperformed. By miles, what I thought. Okariki's o- pretty good. Every year on defense, y'all have guys that come out of nowhere that just end up being pretty <laughs> solid players. Yeah, Okariki. You're pretty good developing. Yep. Zaire Franklin and then EJ Speed, who's. It's a good name, EJ Speed. That is a bad. That's a good name. That is good. Let me ask y'all this: If they were Vegas odds for Jeff Saturday to come into 2023 as the head coach, what do you think they'd be listed as? I think he's. If they do good at all, odds whatever those are. What it, like, like? I'd plus, say he's like third best like odds. Plus what? Yeah. Plus three hundred? I'd say plus four hundred, and then uh, the coach who's in first plus place. 600, plus six hundred, six hundred, three hundred. I don't think. I mean, he's been a consultant for the Colts for the past couple of years, so yeah. he's he's familiar. He's yeah, he's not a foreign. If guy, he comes back, I just see Dan Campbell two point just written all. Oh, over absolutely! Him. Like that's it's what he <laughs> is. Uh, I mean, he is, knows the game of football. Sinners. Have to know them. Yeah, he played the 14 seasons, went to yeah. the playoffs 12 times. All right, he played with five Hall of with Fame, five Hall of fame yeah. offensive players. I mean, he you don't knows, think he knows, he knows the game? How yeah. to play football. <laughs> well, the thing is, like these guys, like him, they spend the years that these other, well, that are now head coaches, they spend those years coaching, and he's just you know. Poor guys had to play football 14 years instead of getting prepared to coach. So it's like hey, but he's just absorbing knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> he was an NFL Network guy, right? Well, I mean, but going back to if he's going to come back, he was on ESPN. Um, but I mean, if he has any sort of success, it's not very hard for Ursay to get a chub for anything no, Jeff Saturday seems to do. Oh so. no! And you know, Ursay <laughs> wants to be at the front of anything different. Well, in and the, football, the Colts are sure. just so damn loyal to their people too. To where, yeah, if y'all sneak in, he's. He's probably gonna stick around. I mean, if he, if he, and can, I, yeah, I would he not like that. To the playoffs, <laughs> I don't think there's anybody who are y'all doesn't four, want him. Are y'all four, five, and four, one five right and now? One now, yeah. I mean, it's it's an uphill up, climb so, to I mean, say the least. Next week will be a I mean, telltale sign of if he can coach. Is or it not. is it gonna be a wild card? You're gonna have to get in. I mean, Titans are six and three. They're. Not I think you'd great, have to catch the Titans. Honestly, they're not a great ball club. I mean, hey, let's see. Like right now, I'll be the, impressed if I see competitive game out of the Colts. Ah, no, y'all. The the wild card isn't you know too juiced right now. I mean, Chargers I mean, are five and four. Bengals are play. five and four. Wait, y'all are. We're ten right now. Oh no, the Jets and Bills. Okay, so five and four. Y'all are that. So y'all are a game. I don't know what that'd be with the tie, like a game. Yeah, I don't know. I wish we lost in that a game half. That game. I don't. That just <coughs> makes it all ties. up. That's yeah, the dumbest thing. It's just sports. ugly. So you're like a game and a half out. It's not impossible by any means. No, definitely not. All right, so you're done with Saturday talk? Oh, yeah. Saturdays are now Sundays. Mavs dub, by the way. Mavs dub, nice. good. Saturday talk with the boys. Uh, next up, Cowboys. They had it won. They just did, but Rodgers does what Rodgers does against Rogers the Cowboys. Against the Cowboys. And, uh, first, first game in Cowboys franchise that they've lost – they were like one ninety five and zero yeah, or something. I saw that. Going into the fourth quarter by two touchdown lead or more. 
It was pretty sweet. Um, but uh, yeah, what's the what's the Cowboys' biggest issue there? I mean, I know Mike possibly made some head scratching decisions. Just Dak didn't look good. Uh, what, what's the biggest issue here? There's a few issues. Um, what's the biggest one, though? I'll, I'll name the minor ones first. The first one being the run defense. The run defense is ranked 24th in the league. And come playoff time, if you run into a 49ers team or an Eagles team, it's going to be tough to stop them if you, you can't even stop anyone in the run game. And then Mike McCarthy, say what you want. Like, Mike McCarthy has his issues, but I don't think he's the biggest problem. No. My biggest problem, and I've stated this once and I'll state it again, is Dak Prescott. I mean, I went back. Bang the and drum. I, I mean, Dak, he looked. Like Dak drum. Prescott looked <clears throat> absolutely terrible in that game against the Packers. I didn't watch it. Was it missing throws, missing It was reads? missing throws, miscommunications with him and the receivers. Um, I think the best thing he did, he had like three fourth down conversion on QB sneaks. But this season right now, Dak Prescott nice. on third and fourth down, his completion percentage is 43.3. And since 2011, that is the second lowest completion percentage on third and fourth down in a single season, the lowest being Mr. Tim Tebow himself. That's what you want Ooh. in your franchise guy right there. You don't want your Can't franchise third guy fourth down. company is Tim Tebow. But I have a, wait, I have wait. a comparison to Dak right now, and people have been saying this Kirk Cousins, Derek for a Carr. long time, but I have a lot of – Data here to back it up. Okay, Dak Prescott is literally Kirk Chad Cousins Pinkin. two point. Not Chad. <laughs> we won't go that low, but he's literally Kirk Cousins Whoa. 2.0. The only reason Dak doesn't get hated as much as Kirk is because in you know the Dallas Cowboys story, Dak is the hero archetype and Jerry Jones the villain, and you always have to have a hero to a villain. But when you look at the win the statistics and the winning from Dak to Kirk, listen to this. So this Dak's great. career winning percentage. Is 61.8. Kirk's is 52.7. But we got to remember, Kirk played on a, some bad Redskin teams his first six seasons in the league. His winning percentage with the Vikings is 57.6. But when we take a look at the statistics, they it's honestly <laughs> it's honestly scary similar. Dak's completion percentage for his career is 66.5. Kirk's is 66.7. Dak's <laughs> yards per attempt in his career is 7.6. Kirk's is 7.6. Dak's passer rating per game in his career is 98.2. Kirk's is 97.7. Dak's yards per game in his career are 257.7. Kirk's is 260.8. Dak's pass <laughs> TDs per game is 1.67. Kirk's is 1.77. And then we also look at the postseason success. Dak Prescott is 1-3. Kirk Cousins is 1-2. He's played in four, but he didn't start one of the games, so he's 1-2. And, and you look at these guys, they've literally had the same exact career, with the only difference is – Dak has actually inherited a badass roster from the get-go to where Kirk had the struggles with the commander's team and, you know, all the flaws that they had. But it right. just it is what it is at this point. Like I don't I'm so tired of people trying to push this narrative that Dak belongs in this like elite of the league quarterback conversation. Like when are we gonna accept yep. reality and accept that he is not he's a me. good quarterback, but he's not great. And unless you have great phenomenal pieces surrounding him, you're never gonna go to the promised land with Dak. That's just it. That is what it is, and we see week in and week out, Dak will beat the hell out of some shitty ass, you know, Houston Texans team and put up three fifty and three touchdowns. And then people try to buy themselves this narrative: oh, that Dak belongs in the the top five to eight quarterbacks in the league. When the reality is, he doesn't. He just straight up, he does not. I'm no fool. What Never is the that. answer if Dak is gonna be Kurt Cousins for the rest of his career? Can you still? win against the good teams or do you have to blow it up with Dak and 
trade well, up and draft it. Well, well, I and if okay, if that that is if you I, should blow if, it up. If I yeah, I mean Jerry yeah. Jerry Jones is about to die in a few years probably, so he's not gonna blow it up. Obviously. Oh, he's gonna live forever. He's gonna live forever. He's gonna live forever. He's he's immortal. Yeah, he's he'll, immortal. It'll be he's gonna have the secret serum. And he'll, I mean, he's gonna be the first one to live till two hundred. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if like obviously they're not gonna get rid of Dak because of the contract he's yeah. on, but. Ideally, if you were to win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott, Re-up. it's like, okay, let, maybe if we have the best offensive line ever. Nope, we didn't win one playoff game. Okay, maybe we surround him with all pro running backs, all pro wide receivers. Maybe we got one playoff win doing that. Okay. Oh, well, maybe we get him, you know, three all pros on defense on every level, and then we go get a Super Bowl winning head coach. Still doesn't matter. Like, the reality is, like, unless you have, like, one of the best rosters and personnels like we need we need a Denver Broncos Peyton Manning defense with Dak and we need the current offense we have now and our defense is good but it ain't that good and so unless bearing a lot of luck and everyone on this team playing to their absolute max potential Dak ain't winning a Super Bowl well he's just he hasn't looked like crisp he hasn't looked very crisp like all year I've been on this for a a long time now. but no I I mean I just watched some of that that Packers game it was just like he's just missing throws he's just he's short he's throwing short just it just doesn't look good like it doesn't look crisp not in sync that sort of stuff like what are you doing like you should be in sync with everyone you're you're the guy paid to be in sync with fucking everybody like figure the the thing I noticed in the Packer game too like he got tunnel vision for CD Lamb and when you see the difference, yeah. when I like I'm not saying Cooper Rush is as good as Dak, obviously, but Cooper Rush actually spread the ball around. Dak Prescott right now is tunnel vision on Dalton Schultz and Cooper Rush. It's like let's Michael Gallup had four catches for 35 yards. Let's get Michael Gallup more involved. Let's get Noah Brown his catches. Like let's use Dak's legs. I've always said if Dak, I know Dak's not how he was running as he was early in his career, but so big, run it a little bit with him. If you want to fully maximize Dak, you have to. Give him six or seven carries a game, and right now he was good at it in college. Morphed him Real into a strictly posse or uh, pocket pussy passer, a pussy passer, a pussy, yeah, a pussy but, passer. Whoa, get it on a t-shirt. Yeah. But yeah, and that, that's my two cents on it. Yeah, Noah, um, Noah Brown was a stud under Cooper yeah. Rush. He was a viable yeah. fantasy wide He's receiver. He's not a bad receiver, flex. man. Yeah, and it's like they just paid Michael Gallup this four-year, sixty million dollar deal for what to give him three or four targets a game. Like, Michael Gallup is a good receiver in this league. Four receptions for 35. Noah Brown had three targets, one reception for three yards. I mean, bottom line is this: the Cowboys are still six and three. They're still a good football team. They're a good football team. This game was was definitely a trap game. It was a trap game, no doubt. You can't really overreact, but Dak is, honestly, he is just the main concern yeah. at this point. He is, and he's always been the main concern. Because Same old Dak. Every year for the Cowboys since Dak has been on this team, you can't say that there's been a roster surrounding him that was not built to make a deep playoff run. Every yeah. year he's been on this yep. team. He's never had to be the guy to elevate the team. The team's always elevated him. And I hope, I hope to God he can prove me wrong someday, but I don't think it'll ever happen. How about Christian Watson <laughs> finally catching the ball? That, that guy's guy. got speed. Yeah, He's literally – I think it's the Will Fuller 2.0. Yeah. That's literally what he is. Well, yeah, moving, moving into that, base. we should talk about the winning side of that ball game. Packers win. That's a big win for them, especially coming off probably the worst loss of Aaron Rodgers' career. Um, are they back, and are they going to find their way into a wild card spot here? I think the verdict is still up in the air. 
I mean, you have Aaron Jones running for 138 yards in this one, A.J. Dillon with another 65. He only completed passes to three three wide receivers. That's not a formula for, for winning ball games long term. You can't rely no. on Aaron Jones to pop off for almost 150 every game. No. I just wonder how they're going to use Christian Watson like here on out because I fit, I think the league's going to kind of be like, okay, like let's just not let this guy with a lot of fucking speed get a lot of room off the line of scrimmage and just like kind of just take off full sprint right right as the ball snap. So um, I don't wonder how they're going to use him because I, I don't know how great of a route running he is, but I imagine it's not that great wrong. if he – or else he would have been playing, playing more early on. Um Hasn't been catching a lot of passes, but he did. He did yesterday, so um, he knows about that. So maybe he's picked it up and gets a little more improved on that. But I think he is an interesting part of it that, you know, might kind of go along with it because they did draft. He was the first receiver they took. It wasn't it wasn't Romeo Dobbs. You know, they were expecting more out of Watson to start this year than they were Dobbs. So I think, you know, maybe we're going to see if this is really where that came, comes into play because you saw flashes with Dobbs. Um, but he wasn't their original guy that they wanted or else they would have drafted him firsthand. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, you know, I think it's interesting to see how Watson's going to unfold in that picture. But I've always wanted them to just feed those two running backs, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, and go from there. Because at the end of it, you know, I think those are their two offensive weapons at this point. Um, A.J. Dillon can be an absolute brutal person if you keep him fresh and bring him in around the fourth quarter. You feed Aaron Jones up until that point, feeding him the ball in different ways, getting him out wide, that sort of stuff. So um, I think that's what they need to do is just run it through those two bad boys and then everything else will open up because once they start creeping up to the line of scrimmage like that, trying to stop the run, fill up the box, that's where you're going to open up for Christian Watson with his speed and everything to where, yeah, he might drop it, but if he doesn't drop it, his ass is fucking gone. Like that's a touchdown. So. You saw what can happen when he does that. I'd so, be a lot more comfortable if they traded for just one more wide receiver at the deadline. I they think... need to go get Odell. They need to go get Odell. Odell ain't gonna want to go, go get there. Odell. Does Odell want to go anywhere at this point? I, mean, I don't know, Odell's but may, I, I feel like the Packers. I just, I just saw, Dallas is the dream scenario for Odell to go I to. I just saw a report. I don't know. Well, the Packers would be better because he'd be the de facto number one there. Yeah. I don't think he wants to be the yeah. number one. I saw. Well, I saw a report. Case, he'd be open yeah. to going back to the Giants. I, I did see that too. I don't. I don't, I don't think it's gonna was. happen. Like, I mean, but, I mean, they I mean, linked him to the Chiefs. Odell, they Odell, linked him to the Bills. He wants to get paid. The, the though, best too. way to like, use Odell would be best used as a as a two or maybe even a three nowadays. Like I mean, he, the Bills would be the best. He, he's not a number. Well, he also apparently wants to play in warm weather, and yeah, he does want the, that contract. The too. Cowboys would be the most preferred spot, but because I don't think anyone's gonna give him that. No, him that I mean contract. That, that's America's team. I mean, he's he just seems one like of the biggest NFL it. celebrities. Like the the light shine brightest under AT and T Stadium in the NFL. I think he'd be a perfect fit in Dallas. But then again, it's like even if we got him, like I don't know how. I don't know if we how would really use him that much. Yeah. I mean, Stafford figured out a way in the playoffs to use him well. Um, but Unless he was our number two with Woods to the Rams. Yeah, our, yeah the Rams Jesus. are just brutal. But was the, was oh, the, Jesus was Christ. the question? He's signing. He's signing this week. He's signing this week. I already, I can already sense it. it he's signing this week. Make your call. He's going to sign. With Cooper Cup out, he's going to sign this week. Going to get signed. Going to be ready to go. Knows the offense. I think there's a 0% chance he goes to the Rams. All right, let's stick with the Packers. I think he's coming back. Are they going to make the playoffs? So, wait, Are they it, hot now? Is it a playoff? Do they have a playoff chance to get in? No, we're going to be the fact of like, are they, they going to make it? Um, Are they going to go on a run the here? NFC. Is, is it, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, a, a, they're a game out of the playoffs right now, so they I need to look at their schedule. But they definitely have a real shot to get in the playoffs. But then again, it's like 
if they get in the playoffs, I I really don't expect much from them. Um, and yes, they did find um, they did find a formula with running the ball, which you know we've been saying all year. That's how they're going to find success with this team with literally zero proven receivers on the outside. Yeah. So if they can stick with this run game, and their defense has talent, their defense has been playing what it should, but the talent is there on defense. Um, let's see. So they got Tennessee. They got Philly. That'll be a telltale game. I'm gonna go That'll with the. Game. I'm gonna go with the no. They kind but of I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna make it close. I think they're gonna be pushing for they're a wild card. But I, I don't think they're gonna make if they, it. If they yeah, were good against the it. Titans, I'm all in. They like, they have to beat Tennessee because they have the they have the Eagles coming up. They have the Dolphins coming up. They got the Vikings coming oof. up. Yeah, um, all right. But they have the Rams, Packers, or they have the Rams, Lions, and Bears to finish I mean, it even out. In. I think we can give them the Rams and the Lions probably. They're, I don't. They're not gonna go zero two against Detroit. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah. It'll but the a, Bears could give him a fight, but I think Rogers Rogers kind of fucks on the Bears. Well, though. if they're in, like it, the same thing with like the Cowboys, and if, I mean, yeah. if they're in a, if that's like a win to get in game, like they're gonna beat the Bears. Yeah, like, I'm not. Well, and they all yeah, they lost to the yeah, Bears. Rogers, they yeah, lost to the yeah, Bears yeah. and Lions. Well, with I, that, I think they split with both those teams. Well, with that schedule though, those last three games, that even though they're not against the best opponents, that definitely gives them a chance to get hot, get some momentum going, going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That could actually be kind of dangerous. Even though they're not against the best teams, but you know, builds mojo, builds yeah, confidence. I mean, I will say this: if they could sneak into the, the playoffs mojo. and and make something happen, this might be Rogers' most impressive work. If they do make something oh, happen, by far, with nothing he has. Yeah, but, I, but, but come playoff time, like I see teams like coming into the Cowboy game, like I don't think um, Dan Quinn was going in saying, "Hey, circling Christian Watson, saying, hey, we need to stop this guy.' He hasn't done no. anything." Exactly. And now exactly. defensive coordinators are going to actually put a focal point on Christian Watson. And so if they can hit that deep ball to him, which I don't really see much more of that happening, maybe a little bit, but it's like, who's he going to next? They just signed D.D. Westbrook to the practice squad. Exactly. How long is Dobbs so, out? <laughs> oh, D.D. Uh, I, I think he's out for a few weeks because Watson's going to be the number one guy. Mm-hmm. They're really going to get a chance to really showcase him here. So. Oh, man, Sammy. I mean, yeah, all it's time, Sammy Watt. time week one guy right they, there. They yeah. cut Amari Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, the way – yeah, I mean, their formula, obviously, is going to be running the shit out of the ball, Rodgers throwing 20 times a game, and the defense playing great, and them just controlling the clock game. Oh, yeah. Ro- I don't see Rodgers throwing him more than 25 times in any of the And, hey, it worked games. like a T to the Cowboys, but then again, the, it did. It the Cowboys cannot it stop the run game. That is literally the Dallas Cowboys defensive crypt. And it keeps, it keeps say, the offense off the field. Yeah, runs the clock. I'm going to say no, they don't make the playoffs, though. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I don't, I don't think they get in. With their schedule coming up. No, but they get close. They get close. I, I mean, they're I close, they close right now. They're in the nine seed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're only a, they're, they're they a game. They they're only a game out right problem. now. I mean, let's see if they're going to get in. I they're going to have to go nine and eight probably. Um, let's give them the Bears game. Let's give them the Lions game. That puts them at six and six. I'll give them the Rams game too. To put them That's at seven. Three wins. They need two more. So they would need. So then it comes down to the Titans, Eagles. I've been, I think they'll beat Vikings the Titans this and, week. So they're going to have to split with the Titans, Eagles, Dolphins, and Vikings. I mean, they, the Vikings That's beat tough. them earlier. I mean, I, they could very easily win that game. It's tough, man. They'll, I mean, they'll, they'll, I mean, in four, I mean it'll what, be a one-score game. Yeah. What's in that, like three weeks, three or four weeks? What, the Vikings? Yeah. January 1st. Oh, a month and a half. I think I'm taking the I think I'm taking the under on the Vikings-Packers game. I, just, I think I'm made my mind up on that one. I enough to, to win the games they need to win to make playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, let's see if Mirage can pull one more last rabbit out of his hat. Shot. I mean, Actually, I changed my mind. I, I think they get in. 
I think oh. they get in. I think that we. Mm. I think we. I. I think the Seahawks may drop here. I love the Seahawks and I love their story. Um, but if there's a team that's going to drop out for them to replace, it's going to be. It's going to have to be Seattle. Yeah. Because I think we're getting three teams from the NFC East. The 49ers are going to get in. The Vikings are winning their division. Bucks winning their division. So they're going to have to either leapfrog the Niners or the Seahawks or maybe Dallas. But I, Oof, I don't. I see Dallas tough. getting in. So I mean, Woo-hoo. and as of right now, like. You know, Seahawks are two games up on them. Niners are one game up on them. Seahawks get the Vikings next – or the Raiders next week, so that should be a win. And they got the Rams and then the Panthers. Wow, Seattle has a very easy schedule. I mean, but then they have a three game, the Texans is going to be huge. They have a three-game stretch of the uh, Niners, <laughs> Chiefs, and Jets. <sighs> yeah, I mean, Barry, the, the Seattle would have to collapse here. Yeah, no, this is tough. It's not looking good it's for possible. him based off these schedules we just looked at. How about him? I, oh, it's the best story of the year, honestly. They said they wanted to let everybody know they're going to talk to him about having ext- getting an extension after the season. <laughs> so probably, oh, the best, Jesus. probably the best thing to do is to wait and see with yeah, Gino. Yeah, he's the ultimate franchise tag guy if I yeah. had to bet on it. Mm-hmm. All right, so next up, Justin Jefferson, what, he had 193 yards, 10, 11, kids, whatever it was. A lot. Great game. <laughs> Tyreek Hills in the midst of one of the best seasons we've ever seen for a receiver. With a backup starting Cooper Cup. game and a half. Exactly. Cooper Cup, still Cooper Cup. Even I mean, well, unfortunately, he went down. But my R. question for Cooper y'all Cup. is, with all these great wide receivers, who's the best? I know what you're going to say, Big E. I wonder who. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Nico I'm going. No. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Justin Jefferson right now and. My main reason being for that is he has a lot of respect around the league from everyone that he plays against. I mean, all these guys um, have a lot you know, of even respect some of, around the league. No, I know. I, they all do. But Brent Sheriff I think Field, I mean. there, there's a way – there's something about Jefferson when he plays and the way that he's able to create space for himself. I mean, he made some spectacular catches last week, obviously, but most of the time, like, he's, like, surprisingly wide open, yeah. and you think, how is he so wide open? And it's literally because he's able to get – that much separation and it's also part of it too he has like this weird stride to him at least where he has like a super long breakout and so where he, when he's running his routes he's able to get off quick and longer and farther than anybody else that's why he's pretty fucking open when he catches the ball a lot and i think that alone combined with how young he is too the fact that he's gonna i, I mean he could get better off of that for the end of the season who knows um he's got some better easier matchups than that bills game um, obviously, you know, they might not have to rely on him as much in those games, but I mean, with the speed, the hands, the playmaking, um, just the absolute energy and like how important he is to that team. Um, I don't know how good the Vikings will be this year if it wasn't for Justin Jefferson and some of the plays he made. And, you know, it's in, you could say that the same for all those guys, but I just, I really think that it's going to be him in my opinion, purely because of, you know, purely how different he is in that space separation and just, you know, the overall impact he's making, I think, on his team. And you could say that for Tyreek, too, but I think Tyreek's speed is just unreal to where it just makes a, a huge difference for him and than anybody else. And Justin Jefferson, he's just purely different, and he just has – he has it, and he shows up when you need him to. And that's what I really like about him. So I'm going Justin Jefferson, best receiver in the league right now and for the future. I'm going right now Tyreek Hill. I'm still putting him as the best receiver in the league. I mean – he, Very fair. He, he was. He's on, it's close he for on me pace, and him. What's he on pace for? Like two K? Yeah, he's on pace to be the first receiver at two thousand. Yeah, yards. he's on pace, and I mean, just the fact alone that 
you know, we all expected this huge dip in production once he left Patrick Mahomes and joined Tua Tagovailoa. And if anything, his production has gone up. And, I mean, you know, like you said, his otherworldly speed, you just can't beat it. And I think he's one of the very few guys that you could just, just get him the ball and let him do his thing. Like, I, I really think that at the end of the day, once his career is said and done, I know we had a start-sit cut a few episodes ago, and it was Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And right, I think you – I put Tyreek Hill as my bench. You Tyreek, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I think, I think as Johnson, of right now, it's Kelvin a little Johnson. ludicrous Oof. to say that, but once his career is said and done, I think he's going to be talked about right there with the the you know the Randy Mosses and the Calvin Johnsons, just based on overall effect of the game and the pr- I mean the production's obviously there, and we just we've never <laughs> seen anyone like Tyreek Hill at all. Every team in the league tries to go and get the next Tyreek Hill by drafting all of these speedsters in the first round every single year rarely works out but he but Tyreek is just different he's his yeah. own he's the muscle yeah. hamster he's his own different guy like I I would take Tyreek but I mean then again there's so much talent right now at the receiver position in this league to where you, you can't really go right. wrong picking Justin yeah Jefferson. I feel like it kind of depends on what you value more it's like a, in your wide it's receiver all, it's all a yeah. preference thing at the end of the day mm-hmm. you can't and then who's always Cooper Cup yeah I mean, yeah, exactly. He gets disrespected. He does get disrespected. Much, I think one, honestly, is because he's white. I mean, yeah. Um, and yeah. and then uh, just uh, he's not supposed to do a race thing. I, I'm also, not. I'm just <laughs> the, the thing that kind of turns me off about Cup. Is he's the only guy that Stafford looks for. So I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he's open a lot. They scheme him open, but Stafford's the. He's got tunnel vision for Cooper Cup. He does, which obviously is a a a good thing for Cup because I mean he's one of the best. At Makes him look does. better. It was a Stevante with Rogers. It, it's warranted because he's such a stud. But I think there is a little bit of bias. What Tyreek is doing while having Jalen Waddle on the team is speaks more volumes than than Cup being the sole guy with Allen Robinson being the second. So, I mean, I'm taking Tyreek Hill as the best wide receiver in the league solely just because how dynamic he is. I mean, he mm-hmm. can change ball games with one catch. Um, my honorable mention is Devontae Adams. I think he's an absolute stud. I think he may be the best route runner in the league. Um, yeah, he's not having the best year, obviously being on the Raiders just in general. But yeah, it's all bad situation. I think over the last couple of years, I think Devontae's – Maybe my my number two in, mm-hmm. in the league. The thing with Cup too, it's like I mean he played four years before Matt Stafford got there, yes. and I mean his best season mm-hmm. he put up eleven hundred yards. It's still good numbers, but I mean it's just yeah, like you said, not once, best in the league. Once Stafford got there, he had one hundred and forty five fucking catches. I don't even know the amount of targets, Certainly. but it, yeah, something insane. Um, is there is there anyone we're missing that could be right in that conversation? I mean Diggs. Yeah, I mean Diggs has a, a right to be mentioned. What about I don't I don't way? think I don't I don't think Jamar Chase does. By the way, I don't think he does yet. You I think, think he's so? damn near close, but I don't I don't think he's making uh, as much a difference as as Jefferson and I mean as Jefferson Jamar uh, Chase Cup, was I don't a huge reason they got to the Super Bowl. I put him in the conversation last year. This is this season. Just saying, this season. I don't think well, he's so. He's hurt. Not now, this season. Keep him in the conversation. If you do a blind resume on T. Higgins and Jamar Chase last year, it's, it's very people, similar. Half the people are going to get it wrong. I I was looking at. It, I don't. Is it yeah, I don't similar? remember. 
I don't remember the specifics. Yeah, it's like he it just was, had some crazy games, but it's, it was eerily yeah. similar. And then you throw Tyler yeah. Boyd as a number three. I mean, it's Chase DJ is benefiting Zoma. from the fact that he's got weapons all over the field to kind of relieve some pressure from him. Yeah. Well. So, but I, he's an animal. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Right. But I don't think he. I don't think he's not. He's not in my top five receivers in the league right now. I'll tell you that. What about what about Nuke? Is Nuke still in the conversation? Oh fuck yeah! Absolutely. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I mean, I what Nuke so. had what ten for like a hundred with. Colt Ten McCoy for ninety-eight last year. Yeah. That was that was Colt. Colt always a Colt McCoy game every year. It, yeah. it happens every year, and, and that's the one you got to bet on. It's the Colt McCoy exactly. game with the Cardinals. It's just destined that. to be. I mean, should've that first game, back, he had like sixteen I targets. We're also. Absurd. I think Debo deserves a mention as well too. I know this year he hasn't put up these numbers, but I mean, then again, he has Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the football. I mean, I would take these other guys were mentioning over him, but I'm just saying. Well, yeah, he just he kind of has the same thing though as like uh as in my opinion Jamar Chase does. Like there's a lot of weapons and a lot of different people that help open it up for him and but he can do different things that are a lot different than those guys in terms of running the ball like the legit power. Let back, me ask so. let me ask you all this. If you could pick one receiver that's not in like that top 5 ranking threshold right now after this season that may be bumped in, who do you have your eye on? I need to look at a list. I think say what you want, but I think Scary Terry That's who I was gonna say. has been underrated for his whole career. And you know, right now in the three or four games of Heineke playing, he's on pace to put up almost sixteen hundred yards. Like this guy is a fucking dog. Like I he's been underrated his whole career. I mean, he's number um, eight in yards right now. And we've never seen him have a anything one of a shit at quarterback. How about Michael Pittman? I love my, Michael Pittman. Michael I mean, he he's a some dog bias there. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. He, He's pretty good. The thing about Pittman, um, he just doesn't do. I mean, I'm going with, I'm going with Old Faithful when he's full go, full healthy. I mean, I don't want to. Let's not forget about Old Mister Keenan fucking Allen in the building. All right, he's Woo. he's a fucking beast. He's, he's a fucking beast. He, he is a beast. He's just he, dude. Is he gonna be with healthy? his hamstrings? He, he, in the long run, in the long run, he's not as good. But like, if I was just given one season and I couldn't get any of those like top five guys, like I'm. I'm fine with Keenan Allen being my number one. I know he'll be there if he's I mean, healthy. He's, he's up there for best route runner in the league too. I mean, it's same he, exactly, he, same he, reason. I'll tell you a guy who I like, Cortland Sutton. I love him. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You like I, I you like do Sutton. like you some Cortland Sutton. You've always liked you. I think Sutton. I think Sutton could definitely. That could be, be in the top five conversation. I think he could definitely do it. Why? With the right quarterback. I mean, he's always been a massive deep threat. He's just he's a big. I will he's say this: if Russ. If Cortland had Seattle Russ, like prime Seattle Russ, holy fuck, he'd be good. I'll say that. He'd be a- really fucking AJ good. AJ Brown? I mean, I yeah, he'd be. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, the wide receivers. That's a good the last one, though. Years have been just so ab- abnormally stacked. Yeah. That there's, I mean, you can name 20 receivers. There's not really who, a wrong answer here. Yeah. Let me ask you all this. I think this is a very similar player comp, but who's better, AJ Brown or Debo Samuel? AJ Brown. In my opinion, you think AJ Brown's better? I'm, I'm I think that's that's tough for me because it just so. let's it say just no, on no, like what in, you value. no injuries, no yeah. injuries. I would still no take inju- Debo. Yeah, for what I, you can do yeah, after the I catch. take Debo exactly. I, I take mean, Debo because of also Brown. what you could do with him. What do? But dude, we don't. I want the, I want the Eagles to put AJ Brown in the backfield sometimes. After catch in the 
last five years. AJ well, Brown's AJ Brown is a yak. Hey, how, what do you do? You think AJ Brown could handle at all, like a halfback pitch out of the backfield? I think he fucking could. I mean, he's I I he's, yes. he's built he the same good? way as Debo. Yeah, and he's big. Yeah, I he's I think he. Guy. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Just saying, they don't like Miles Sanders that much, so they might they might want to give that play a big go. If Belichick's willing to run it with Jonu Smith on a toss play, <laughs> I think they ought to try giving an old toss play to AJ Brown and see what the fuck. He All does. right, so let's so. see here. Right now, the leader in yards after catch is Kevin White with 34 on two catches. We're forgetting about Kevin White, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's oh yeah, Kevin White, big guy. <laughs> But no, the only eligible, the top eligible guy is, is Debo Samuel. He's nine point two yards after catch, and then after that, you're looking at, wow, Juju, at seven point six. How yeah. about it? I mean, historically, I just think I think AJ Brown is a stud with yards after catch. I mean, he catches so he many balls a, over the middle. He's a big guy. Wow, well, it you runs a long listen time. to this. So Debo only has thirty four catches on the year for four hundred eleven yards. hundred and thirty three of his yards are after contact. Well, that's impressive for, for receiver. Yeah, for for the average, he's killing the next close. The next closest guy is AJ Brown at two point five, and Debo's at three point nine. It's like yeah. for the Niners, like get Debo the fucking ball more, yeah. man. I mean, when he gets the ball, it's it's kind of fucking scary. Like, yeah, he's, he's just, and that's no, why they have just so many options now. It's crazy over there. They just have so many options. They can just mix it up week by week, like literally week by week. Yeah, Devontae has nine broken tackles. He's the most. I mean, he broke probably three, four in the Colts game. Did he? We could, I mean, he could make a man missing a phone booth in that game. He had a couple <laughs> in the Zans game as well. Well, then again, Debo also leads the league and drops passes. So there's that. You know, a red you flag there. Take your yin and your yang there, right? Yep. He's, he's a top five guy. I mean, there's. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would because I don't. I don't have Jamar Chase in my top five, so I would obviously put him up there. But Jamar's not in my top five. I know he is for some people, but he's not in mine. All right, so the PTA boys' best receiver in the league. I'm picking Tyreek Hill. I've got Tyreek. Jefferson. Got, and I got Tyreek as well. So three out of four on Tyreek, one yeah, on Jay Jeff. You got triple-dicked on that one, Big E. Can't, All right. Can't go, can't go wrong. No. Can't, can't go, go wrong. wrong. It just depends what you value more. I just think he's the, be I think he's the best route runner, so I, I think that's super important. All right. Well, that one's always up for discussion. Always. Next up. The guy who's really turned it around, Justin Fields, he's been an absolute machine running the footballs, looking like a totally different quarterback. The Bears look better. They still, you know, probably should have pulled that one out against the Lions. But, hey, it looks like the Bears might have their guy. It's and crazy. that's what we're asking here. Is Justin Fields the guy? <laughs> it's crazy when you game plan around the quarterback's strengths. <laughs> not yeah, it's wild. it's wild what it does for you. It's yeah, really who wild. Who would have thought? I makes mean, Matt Nagy look so bad. I I think that he has to be the guy going forward. There's no way they can spend more draft capital on drafting another quarterback. No. I mean, it's just, I mean they gave up a lot to get him too. Yeah. I mean, he's your guy. He's been playing some pretty good football over the last 3 weeks, 4 weeks. There's no reason why you can't have faith in him on getting better week by week, year by year to to potentially be that guy. Yeah, no, no, especially what he's doing right now with yeah. the personnel around him. I mean, the Bears sport a bottom tier offensive line. I mean, skill position wise, Darnell Mooney and who else? I, Chase Claypool. I think they 
I mean, I think they have, he fully integrated yet. I, didn't, <laughs> I, I think I they have, able to watch they have the, the worst. Game. I think they have three targets. I well. think they have three targets in the game. And now yeah. after they got rid of Robert Quinn and uh, Roquan Smith, I mean, he, I don't know how you would say he's Brisker's a good player though. Jaquan Brisker's a good yeah, player. You're for right. Him. Yeah, Brisker is. Um, but I like, I just I see them doing what the Eagles are doing right now with Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's kind of the same guy as Jalen Hurts. He's probably faster than Jalen Hurts. Oh, he's way. I think he's way he's so faster. Quick. And Jaylen if his Hurts. arm can progress the way that Jalen Hurts has, you just build an RPO offense with Justin Fields. You build up that O line. You build up that D line. I don't see why he could not be the guy for the next ten plus years in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like I mean, Jalen. A- Jalen's like a more pay. Oh, sorry, Bruffy. So you go ahead. I'm just saying. It just depends on. Because they can't give him the ball at the rate they are for the next however many years and expect him to be the guy. No, he can't get 15 last. carries a game. No. But, you know, 8 to 10 a game. I mean, I think obviously now going forward, you're going to have to give him oh, at least absolutely. 8 carries a game. That's the only reason you and have you know, And then some of, those, yeah. some of those two aren't exactly desired carries. You know, there are some of his best plays were pass plays where he decided, broken oh, down plays. It, I'll get it out of here and just broke it out and busted that shit, so. I mean, yeah, the fact that in the past few games, the rushing numbers he's put up, I mean, he it's broke ridiculous. the single-season uh, game record a few games ago. <laughs> this past week, he had, what, a buck 48, 40, I yeah. believe, something like that. I think that was second best all across the board in rushing. Yeah. I mean, dude, right now, if you look at strictly his rushing stat, he's right. I think he's right there with some of these running backs to lead the league in rushing, which oh, is yeah. kind of fucking wild. I mean, if they He's can just... playing pretty fucking good. If they can just build around him, give him some more receivers, Cole Komet's going to progress, I think, pretty well over the next couple of years. He's a solid guy. Damn right he is. They, Fuck you, I mean, Murphy. There's just, there's just <laughs> nothing that you can justify him not being the guy moving forward. Let me ask I'm you all what? in on Justin Fields as the guy. So Justin, here, Fields, Justin Fields has 749 rush yards. Jesus. Saquon leads it at 931. Is there a chance Justin Fields can lead a league in rushing? I mean, there's yeah, there's, there I mean, is a chance. Could definitely get yeah. hurt, and that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's 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 top of the leaderboard other than? Saquon? Uh, so Saquon is nine thirty one. Henry is nine twenty three. Chubb has nine oh four. Jacobs eight twenty one. Pierce seven seventy two. And then Fields sits at six with seven forty nine. Pierce is going to go downhill. They just signed Eno Benjamin. I'm kind of ah, kind of we'll we'll see, little we'll little see. They're, I'll they're, 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 yeah, going to eat into it too much. I mean, I, mean, I think nah, Pierce is the nah. heart and soul of yeah. that Texans. I mean, I think is, if anything, but... you'll see it come out of the passing game. But I, there's no way they're throwing Eno into run. Damian Pierce is a, a fucking monster when he's I, just I running agree. between I'm, tackles. I'm, so yeah. fully on, there, I'm fully on. I'm worried about Pierce. I'm fully on the Pierce. In terms of pass catching, yeah, because that's Eno. That's what Eno did basically while he was on the team. Pierce doesn't pass catch though right now, anyway. So I mean, so that yeah. So I mean, but. I mean, basically, yeah. I'm not worried in terms of I'm running. On, the I'm ball. on the Pierce yeah. train, but yeah. it will take away some yards. Some yards, because yeah. he will get some. I mean, mostly who it hurts is Rex Burkhead, but uh, I mean, unfortunately, really unfortunately, Rex it's a big bummer. Home. Yeah, he's big bummer. Concussions. Big he bummer. He's averaging over seven yards a carry right now. That is insane. I mean, they, uh, there's a possibility that he finishes top three. In rushing, there's a real. I mean, if, if he, if, especially if they keep doing this, if he, yeah, if he keeps averaging 150 have they had their a game, bye, have they, well, yeah, have they that had their would bye be week absurd. Yet? No, they haven't. I believe theirs is week 14. Damn, they have it late. Yeah. So Justin Fields, guy. He's yeah, the guy. He's the guy. He's, he's the guy. He's, he's I think so. Guy. I think he's the guy. Guys all around. All right. Last up for our uh, fun little NFL topics. Derek Carr, poor cool. bastard. 
<laughs> fucking two on the two and seven Raiders as a shithead coach. He's never really had a good defense around him. You see him fucking cry? Oh, I did see him cry like a little he bitch. He cried? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Saying this, it's like hard for him to bitch. sleep at night. I've All the effort these guys give, all the effort I give, it's <laughs> tough. And we're just not winning games. I was so wrong about the Raiders. I thought they were going to be good. Same, same. I thought they were going to be good. I thought they were going to challenge for the division. And by God, was I wrong. <laughs> the bigger They're question so here bad. is... Is Derek Carr going to force his way out of Oakland or Vegas, or does he find his way out? Is, is there a divorce I mean, here? I, I think uh, there has to be a divorce. Like, I think, like, say what you want about Vegas, but I think they need to completely tear down and restart. I mean, Mike oh Mayock set this team back so fucking Well, that far. was Gruden. They that are one of the worst drafts. The Gruden-Mayock combo, yes. duo. I mean, when you look at their draft picks <laughs> since 2019, those two now, idiots just feeding off of each other, and those and two idiots rooms. probably playing, <laughs> going on Madden before the draft. And in there, come on. The <laughs> but oh, in 2019, God. they had three first-round picks. For the fourth pick, they took Cleveland Farrell. <laughs> That's a joke. That guy was projected a mid-first-round pick. I remember when he got picked. Everyone was like, "What?" I mean, yeah, he's that, out of the league in a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, Josh God. Jacobs is their only good pick. They got him. They got Jonathan Abram, who they recently cut. 2020, they took Mr. Manslaughter, Henry Ruggs, out of the league. Mr. Manslaughter. I, 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 love, I love the pick. I mean, he's a stud. Damon receiver. Arnett, who's cut. And then 2021, they also took another huge reeks in Alex Leatherwood, who is now cut as well. So and they didn't have a first-round pick this year. But, I mean, that's what? That's one, two, three, four. Five out of your six last first-round picks are all off the team. And, and they declined not Jacob's even, fifth year off, Not even too. trading them. You cut them. Yeah. And that's the thing I think you got to tear down because it's like on defense outside of Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, you have literally nothing, and Chandler Jones ain't getting any younger. And then on offense, you have a bottom-tier offensive line. Then you have Devontae Adams. Renfro's a good slot receiver. Um, Out, Waller, yeah. Say what you want. He can't stay healthy. Mac Hollins. You got Come Mac Hollins. Sure. But I think you got to tear down at this point. you got to rebuild this roster. And Derek Carr's been the one holding this team together for years now. I don't think it's even fair for Derek Carr to be it at this point. If I'm Derek Carr, I want to go to a team that's built to win right now. We see quarterbacks being traded all the time. Trade Derek Carr, get a few first-round picks, I mean, rebuild if, through the draft. If they wanted to, they could. if they did a fire sale – the rate they could accumulate draft picks at would be would pretty be wild. remarkable. You, you ship yeah. Crosby, Devontae, and Chandler Carr. Jones. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you ship off all those guys, that's a lot of first-round picks. I think and, this Devontae trade may be the worst trade for both teams that I've seen in a long while. Yeah, it was a I mean, the Packers lose. got a lot worse. The Raiders have had some injuries in the wide receiver tight end, but mm-hmm. they've gotten worse as well. I mean, mm-hmm. That was just a when we bad haven't even mentioned Josh McDaniels yet. He should not be. Oh. I, I think there's a there's a reason that he was scared to go take a coaching job for all of these years, hanging out with Bill Belly. Um, yeah, I think seriously. he needs to go back to New England as the OC. But yeah, you got. I think you got to tear it down. And we will see with what they do with Josh Jacobs. If they let Josh Jacobs walk, then at that point you definitely tear it down. Yeah. But if I don't, I don't know why you would re-sign Josh Jacobs. Obviously, he's playing like a madman right now to get paid. Um, but you got to you got to rebuild him, especially in the same division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. It's clean house. You are not anywhere near contending with with the Chiefs or even the Chargers for that. It's over. Time. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Well, wrap it up. The funny the funny thing is with how bad Josh McDaniels has been, even when he gets fired, he's gonna just have a job right away with New England. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> Bill will bring him right the fuck back. Yeah, yeah. Bill will be like, all right, back. 
Back to square one, Josh. Back to square yeah. one. Where does Derek Carr go? That's the that biggest. Colts. Yeah, Colts. Colts. I mean, as a Colts, I mean, I, I like him a lot more than old Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz. God, the no. only place he can go is the that, Colts. It's it the Colts. It's much he probably will yeah. go to the fucking Colts. It makes too much. Oh, we get Jeff Saturday and Derek Carr. Is that duo, I'm buddy? Seven that quarterbacks in seven years. To be. I would say the Saints, they don't have the picks, though, with their first-round pick gone this year. Oh, the Saints would be a sneaky good one. I would say the Saints is a sneaky good one. I mean, the commies could definitely do it. I mean, after this. That would be a pretty actually good roster if they. I mean, if the Niners didn't have Trey Lance, that would be an ideal spot. But where else? The Zants would love to take David's little brother, but I don't know. (laughs) Not really a contender at all. He'd be a a legacy there. (laughs) He would be a legacy. I'm wanting to get the hell out of the AFC and go to the NFC. For um, sure. The Panthers. They don't they have nothing around that would help. They would be hey, sp- Terrace Marshall, DJ Moore, help that play. They they would still be pretty <laughs> bad with Derek Carr. <laughs> Tommy Tremble? Coach him. Who do they hire? Who are the Panthers? Yeah. Uh, Urban Meyer. Wilkes go. Josh McDaniel. I think Urban Meyer would be a fantastic decision. It'll work here. It'll work here. (laughs) I tell you what. He's the hot name. You bring (laughs) Kelly back. They'll figure it out. What about the Broncos? Well, there. I mean, the hacking. Quarterback QB competition, Russell and Derek Carr. Russell, we want you to fight for this job. No, Russell Wilson's going to be the coach. Russell Wilson will be the coach. If Russell's was not there, I think that's a pretty ideal spot. Ah, you know, in the Lions. Okay, gonna, that's not horrible. I mean, they're, no, they're gonna have a top three or five pick, and they're gonna take somebody. They're gonna take, yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, that's true. They're Stroud or Young at this point. Or Will and, Levis and the, Col- and the Colts are the other. I mean, they're just not. I mean, the Rams know, the Cardinals know, the Niners know, Seahawks know, Saints know, Panthers know, Falcons know, Bucks know. I mean. Maybe if Brady retires. Yeah, Kyle Trask. They're fine. <laughs> if they're Brady set. was to retire after this year, Derek Carr would make a lot of sense going to Tampa. We actually. don't have the answers, but we know Derek Carr is not the answer. <laughs> or Derek Carr is too good of the answer. For the, the All I know is I would hammer Derek Carr to the Colts right now. Same. That, that too perfect. Be the best odds. Give me Ballard, that was the next guy on the list. Ballard's like, this year, <laughs> He's like I know Derek who Carr. I want next. <laughs> After it doesn't work out with Matt Ryan, we're getting Derek Carr. You're next. <laughs> I mean, it depends. It depends if we play ourselves out of a pick. I mean, if we yeah. go win eight games and finish 500 this year, we're not going to have a a top 15 I mean, if, pick. If Zach Wilson and it, the Jets, that would yeah. be fun. Or, or send, do a trade. Send McDaniels and Carr back to the Pats. <laughs> Get Mac Jones for the Raiders. Belichick <laughs> would find out a way to finesse that one. And maybe the Pats will throw in Matt Patricia. So, bottom line, <laughs> all right, all around the room, is Derek Carr gone after this season? Yeah, he's gone. I mean, they're 2-7 and seven right now. There's absolutely yeah. a sliver of hope they make the playoffs. It would be very Raiders-like, though, to re-up on him, though. Absolutely. And go, and go sign, like... Odell Beckham or so on in the offseason. Well, I think oh, the Jesus. way it's the fans that I they think could the do way it. his contract was set up is that after if the they, season he has an off. I think the team or he has an off. If they get rid of him by June first, they'll save thirty million dollars. A lot of money. So if they're gonna get rid of him, it's gonna be before the June first deadline. They'll trade him for sure. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. He's gone. He's, he's a cult for sure. Oh. It would be very Raiders like though for them <laughs> to hold on to him though. 
You know, we got the new stadium in Vegas. Their card to the Colts. For some wins. We'll go get Randall Cobb out there to pair with Devontae. Oh, hell yeah. Bring it back. Old days. It, run it back. I just thought it was always so stupid how people thought that, you know, this defense last year was really not that good. The only reason they were that good is because their red zone percentage was insanely good. That was due for regression. But it's like if like Chandler Jones and Max Crosby is their defense. Yeah. And that's why I didn't like a code of the year because it's like if these two guys don't combine for at least 20-plus sacks – then the defense is going to be anemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's happened. Chandler Jones, he hasn't even—he hasn't been good, has he? I mean, he had that one first game that was. Yeah, he does that every year. And Chandler yeah. Jones is what thirty-two now, like thirty. He's getting—he ain't getting any younger. Yeah, he ain't no spring chicken. Yeah, tear. He ain't exactly. He ain't no spring <laughs> chicken. That's right. <laughs> tear. He's <laughs> more of an old crow kind of guy. <laughs> he's an old Helen Yeller killer. Get him out of there. Yeah, Glad you like that, Biggie. I did. That was a good one. Did you like not, that one? I like that one. A spring chicken. That was good. That was good, bro. <laughs> Where'd you pull that one out, huh? I don't know. I watch stuff. I don't know. I watch. Um, all right. So Derek Carr's gone. Let's do a couple blind resumes before we go into our worst coaches draft. Okay. All right. These these ones. This first one's pretty simple. Uh, player A has 462 rush yards and three touchdowns this year. Player B has 463 rush yards and four touchdowns this year. Pretty simple, but. Um, <laughs> so, like, the same exact stats? Yes. I mean, other than one touchdown? Is one of them Jonathan Taylor? Nope. Miles Sanders. Nope. I'm just going to set a timer for, like, 30 seconds. And um, just this out so, there. like, they're both at, like, 460 with three touchdowns. It's, like, the same. I'm assuming one of them is kind of a mid player and one of them is probably a big name. Yeah. Not, uh, nope. Najee? Nope. 20 seconds on the clock. Um, uh, <laughs> any receiving yards? We did David Montgomery. <laughs> All I got is rushing yards. No, it's not David Montgomery. Do you give up? Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Eight seconds. Kenneth Walker? Nope. Hold on, hold up. Leonard Fournette? Yes, Leonard oh, Fournette is, is that, one of them. Is that player A or B? Player A. Player A is Lenny. So, got one more player A is Leonard Fournette in 10 games, and player B is Brees Hall in the seven games he played. Okay. Uh, well, not out. not even seven games, like six and a quarter, basically. Yeah. Brees Hall's that answered 10 times out of 10. Brees Hall him. Brees Hall gets get, get, him. Get well, King. R.I.P. Fantasy. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got a couple receivers here. Player A. 39 catches, 478 yards, three touchdowns, and 108.7 fantasy points. Player B, 43 catches, 485 yards, three touchdowns as well, and 109 and a half fantasy so points. So like the same again. The same stats, again. baby. Okay. Um, so who's in the 400 range? Deontay probably, Johnson. Nope. It's probably fantasy. What like 20th? you're on the shot clock, Pittman? Nope. Brandon Cooks. Nope. It's not Amari. I think I'm just like people in my fantasy league. It's one of them, Terry. No. Nope. Cortland no. Sutton. Nope. Jerry Judy. Nope. Um. Is this one of those where Juju? in less Juju? games? No. Nope. Is this one of those yes. in less yes. games? Yeah, you it gotta is. say the games. You gotta say the games for him. Oh, that's the surprise part. <laughs> uh, uh, not Devonte Adams. Chris Olave. Oh. Nope. T. Jamar Higgins? Chase. Nope. Jamar Chase. Nope. Oh, I Fuck. thought that was good. I thought so that one was, was it. probably only Jalen. <laughs> Mike no, Williams. Jalen Waddle. Nope. Mike Evans. Nope. 
right, hold on, hold on. I want to get, get this. Chris Godwin. Nope. Um, CD oh. Lamb. Nope. I'll tell you what. One guy's played nine games. One guy's played six games. That helps a lot. Um, uh, Hollywood is six. Yep. Hollywood yep. six games. I knew that. I knew that. And the other guy's played nine games. Alan Christian Robinson. Kirk. Nope. Nope. DK uh, or Tyler. Nope. <laughs> um, a lot of receivers. Debo. Debo. Nope. No. He, it's only like four hundred. They're over four hundred, I think. They're at four eighty. Yeah. So they're like on pace for not I mean, even a K. Middle of the pack. There's a lot of average receivers in this. Movie. Yeah, there are. A lot yeah. Thielen. Thielen. Nope. Fuck. I don't <laughs> many, fucking know. Huh? How many tutties? Ne- it's simple. Nico Collins. <laughs> no. Christian Watson. <laughs> no. No. Um, Mac Hollins. No. Damn it. <laughs> All right, should I just go with it now? Yeah, yeah. Just... Player A's DJ Moore. Player B's Hollywood Brown. So in oh, nine games, that was literally DJ... the only one. Yeah, I mean, DJ Moore was someone who, I mean, where was he getting drafted in fantasy drafts? Like Probably like third round. Third or fourth round. Yeah, up and there. And Hollywood Brown in six games has better – the better stats than him. DJ Moore needs to get freed from the Panthers. They should have yeah, traded him from the Panthers. Yeah. Him and Brian Burns. Well, there weren't like three first round picks. I, I think they should keep Brian. I think they need a young guy did, for did the defense. Did y'all see how the, Ram, yeah. the Rams were trying to offer up multiple first round picks for Brian Burns? Like, that's not even the Rams. They're that, like the ninth grade that, right now. That would have been so fucking funny if they did that. I thought it's it would like have been funnier if they did problem. it for. I would have yeah, thought it'd be funnier yeah. if they did it for McCaffrey. Just because, like, McCaffrey, like, that's not the reason they're losing games. Like, yeah. not at all. I mean, at least Brian Burns would prevent like, some pass. Would at least they're going to have to trade for five right. offensive linemen if they want to start winning games. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, There's draft picks <laughs> for 13-year-olds. <laughs> um, all right. Last one I got here. This one's as simple like the first one. Uh, this is – I mean, Cole kind of ruined this earlier. But player A – has 749 rushing yards and six touchdowns. Player B has 727 rushing yards and six Justin touchdowns. Justin Fields also. is player A. Yes. Wait, who's player? What was player Joe B? Joe Mixon? Nope. 727 rushing yards and six touchdowns as well. Aaron Jones? Kenneth, it's kind of a lot. Kenneth Walker? No. Aaron Jones? Uh, so, so he's nope. right. So he's ranked like seventh or eighth in rush yards. Yeah, he just looked at the list. So I thought you were. Da- no, Damian Pierce. Top, like five. No. No, God, Pierce is like fourth. <laughs> Um, Travis Etienne? Nope. Rex Burkhead? No, nope. I can just click <laughs> and cheat right now. I'm not going to do it, though. My tab's still up. Um, Tony Pollard? Nope. Jeez, don't get so aggressive, man. Can you give us a conference? <laughs> can we phone a friend? They're right in the NFC. Oh, NFC. Not AJ, or not Aaron Jones, right? Janice Walker. You already guessed that, and no. Oh. Um, <laughs> not Leonard... Not a Cardinal. My McCaffrey? Nope. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Josh Jacobs? Nope. NFC. Oh, yeah. Um, Sake? No, not Sake. One, he's leading the league. Um, not a Commander. Not a Cowboy. Not a. Miles Sanders. Or didn't you nope. already say Miles yeah, Sanders? No. That was the last one. That was the last um, one. NFC South. Not a Falcon. Not a Panther. Not Kamara, Kamara, Kamara. It's no, Kamara. It's oh, no, oh, no. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. What's the other South team I'm forgetting about? Bucks, Falcons, Panthers. It doesn't matter. Saints. I promise. 
Uh, what are the <laughs> we at the North? <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Dalvin yes. Cook. Oh, right. okay. Who would have thought? <laughs> we are ass at this. <laughs> who would have? Who would have thought? I wouldn't guess Justin Fields. I didn't look at his fucking stats five minutes ago either. <laughs> who would have thought that we'd be through Week Ten and Justin Fields would have more rushing yards than Dalvin Cook? Not That's a lot impressive. of people, probably. Not a lot of people. Yeah. Definitely not you, bro. Yeah. Definitely not you, bro. Well, specifically Definitely after, like, if, if you would have, like, asked that after six weeks through the season, like, I don't... Or the first, like, three weeks. Have, yeah, when Fields looked like a piece of dog shit. Has right. Cook missed games? No, right. he hasn't. He hasn't. That's just right. every other Let's year, it seems like. Yeah. Time out. Time out? Cool. All right. And we're back. Next up. We got a draft of the worst coaches in the league, or what we believe are the worst coaches in the league. We're going to do a three-round draft here, and the way this is going to work is the worst coach is the best coach in this situation. So we're doing it of current NFL head coaches or anyone who has coached in the NFL this calendar season. All right. Who's got the one pick? Uh, Who knows? Who wants the one pick? Shoot, I'll take the one pick. Um (laughs) Purposes, Biggie, you have the fourth pick. Cool. Just makes my life easier. Sounds good. All right, let me let me let me get a third pick. Second pick. All right. All right. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and go with the obvious one, and that's gonna be Nathaniel Hackett. Not a bad pick. I'm Surprise. Gonna... Surprise. So that's pretty easy. Yeah, pretty easy on that one. I'm gonna follow it up with another pretty no-brainer, Matt Rule. Matt Rule. I am going. Is Jeff is Jeff Saturday just going to fall to me at three? Jeff Saturday, he's undefeated. <laughs> he is he? Undefeated is he? he? He is undefeated as NFL head coach. Is he going three? Is he going three? Hold hold the phone. What, wait, what coaches have gotten fired? Is it just Rule? You can take Frankie. Rule Frank. Is it just Rule and Frank? I see. I think there's worse than, than Frank. Frank is God. Frank's fucking bad, man. He's um, one of the worst play callers I've seen ever. Give me, give me, Cliff Kingsbury. Oof, you overall. fucker! Very valid. I think Very valid. Bad. He has made the playoffs. He's bad. But he's he's bad. He, he was bad at Tech. He was bad everywhere. Yeah, he has no right to coach. In he the has no right at all. Back. Um, I'm going first and foremost with. Did anyone pick Josh McDaniels? Nope. I'm uh, gonna take made this uh, exactly. Damn, I should have picked him. I'm going to take uh, Josh McDaniels with the number four pick, and then rounding it out, I'm going to go with Lovey Smith. That's my second pick. My second pick. I got. I love the guy. I go Saturdays are on Sunday with Jeff Saturday here. Ooh, he's undefeated. I gotta go with Jeff Saturday. Yo, you don't know that. Cop out. <laughs> Cop out of a pick. <laughs> you don't know he's gonna be a bad guy. He's gonna be a great coach. We know that. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dylan. Who you feeling? I'm gonna go Brandon Staley. I like that pick. I was thinking he about him. He is not good. No, he's terrible. He's he's got to go. Other than the fact that he's gotten injury excuses with their wide receivers, there's there's no reason why he should be as bad as he is. Uh, Brophy, all right, we got some tough picks here. Uh, uh, do you, do you I, got I, a TV on in the background, Biggie? No, actually, these are kind me? Of no, I do. Oh, and I think I might possibly downstairs. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm 
I'm going Man Campbell here with this pick. It's a good Sad pick. to see it, but <clears throat> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it, man. But I got to do it, man. <laughs> um, and then right back to back with that one, I'm gonna go with Dennis Allen, the Saints coach. It's not a bad one. Rounding out mine, I'm going Mike McCarthy. Ooh. Oh, you ho. Mike going 10. Mike's won a Super Bowl, man. With one of the greatest <laughs> quarterbacks ever, and he only won one. You'd take Kevin Stefanski over Mike? With the team that he has, yeah. <laughs> I think you're disrespecting Big Mike. <laughs> I think you're I, I, I think you're I, a homer. I think Mike needs to have some spec on that name. I think you're a homer and blaming Dak nah, over Mike. Nah, nah, Ooh. nah. All right, let's You can't yeah. tell me he's a good coach in this league. I'm not saying he's he's a He's a medium, he's a fine I'm saying he's, he's all right. What is, what does he do? Like I'm I feel like he's in the has, bottom like, third of the he's league. He's won a Super Bowl. I feel like <laughs> he's, all I need. I feel like he he's like won, the Dan Campbell has, role. Like he just he, like he, he's not you, even good at firing you, up the team. They they've been smashing watermelons. Not because of him. him. Mike McCarthy studies the hell out of PFF. All right, there's not a lot of coaches that can have that title. And well, because I mean, I feel like you heard him when the Cowboys hired said, I've been studying PFF this offseason. I mean, I feel like Moore does most of the offensive work and then Quinn obviously handles all the defensive work. Mike's what a does culture he do? guy. He's just sitting there the eating. players love him. Yeah, he's eating hot dogs, being slurping fat. down Diet Cokes, being fat. He's fucking wearing that, quadruple that's XL. The, that's the foundation of a grit and grind coach. Let's and be he's real, won a Super Bowl. Let's be real. How big was that? Sh- how big are his shirts that he wears? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You think three? I it's got no. I'm thinking four. Like it's got to be a custom shirt. It's got to be a custom shirt. I don't think he's that big. I don't think he's. I mean, he's six five. No, I don't think he's a custom made shirt. He's a big man. There's a lot of people that are that fat, but they're not that tall. I mean, custom made shirts. I could see it. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. Do you think if Mike McCarthy goes to the Nike store, they're just like, oh, they look at him go, oh, sorry, bro, you got to go online to wear this shit, like. Uh, they don't have, definitely don't have anything in stock there. They might. There's some I'm, big boys out there, gotta go man. Got to go to the big and tall JC Penny. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gonna be a tough. Yeah, to find. he's definitely a big and tall section guy. Because yeah, what is he six five? Remember we looked up his weight. <laughs> yeah. Google wanted to say he's like six five, like two sixty. Yeah. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> that's that's a, that's Biggie, a, that's do you think a, do you think you could uh, mute that TV for us? Uh. Uh. Or are your parents uh, watching it? Yeah, it's like kind of connected to the office. Sorry about that. Okay. Oh no! You're yeah. Good. Um. Uh, but yeah. Put, put some put some spec on Mike, man. No. Career winning percentage is is sixty one. <laughs> All right. What's his winning percentage with Dallas with a good team? I think it's pretty good. I couldn't tell you that right off the bat here, but playoff record. Let's see. Whatever. All right. Um. All right. Let's see with my last pick here. How you feeling, huh? Thinking Arthur Smith. Um, Artie Smith? He's keeping the Falcons competitive. I, I didn't say I'm going to pick him. I'm just thinking about it. I remember a bold prediction that you gave at the beginning of the year. Oh, I what think was we that? All do. You would not be surprised if the Falcons yeah, were that, winless. That was, that was a bad prediction. That was not a good prediction. Look at us here. I'll I'll take Artie's that one off the chin, all right? Um, a lot of good coaches in this league. I'll tell you what. Give me... No, 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 no. Is it uh? Is it still you, Cole? Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm. I'm browsing here, going coat shopping. Um, Don't let him follow me. You know what? I'm this. This might get a lot of hate, honestly. Oh, buddy. But I don't think this guy's a good coach. Give me Matt Lafleur. 
Oh. I don't hate that. I, 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 I don't, don't like him. Matt LaFleur. I think he's the most overrated coach in the that's league. A, that's a sleeper pick. That's a good pick. I don't hate that pick. Has anyone oh, picked yeah. old Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah, he was the one. Come on now, son. He was the first guy off the board. No, no, no. He he was a he was a top pick. Um, let's see here. I'm. Oh, this is a tough one. Let me think on this one. Let me think on this one. Let me think on this one. Oh fuck! I forgot. We're going guys too that got fired. Yeah. Could have got Frank Wright. But I was, whatever. yeah, I think, yeah, I already, I, I already, I already got one. I'm going Frank. I'm going Frank Wright. Yeah, because he got fired. He's pretty fucking horrible. Yeah, and Jeff Saturday got a pick at the 12 pick. Yeah, that's a great pick with the last pick in the draft. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Saturday picks are gonna be loved or hated. Yeah. We'll, we'll let TikTok decide that one. TikTok. Sean McVay. No. No, no, I can't. No, see. He just won a Super no. Bowl. He's a year removed. The roster no. around him is bad. I mean, we'll... no, Sean McVay. I think. Be on the other side of the spectrum. He's still a top ten coach. I think he's average yeah. at best. Really? Yeah. He's coached for what four years and he's won a Super Bowl. Been to two. Super he just Bowl? wants to be a TV yeah. guy. He already wants to retire and just he's go to been TV. Been to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. I, I mean, think Sean. I think Sean. Mc, I think Sean McVay has earned the respect as a top coach in the league. I don't know about top. I mean, I. I would. Like you're a hater. I don't know. I, am, I mean, I, I'm not. I mean, a, honestly, if if I if I had a team, I mean, there's not a lot of guys I would take over Sean McVay. Okay, fair enough. I would fair take enough. Shanahan. I would take Andy Reid. I would take Mike Tomlin, Bill Belichick, obviously. I mean, beyond that, Pete Carroll. Pete I would Carroll take too. Sean McVay over Pete Carroll. <laughs> yeah. Maybe John Harborough. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Mike McDaniel. Steve Wilkes didn't get picked. Mike McDaniel. Uh, he's, uh, I guess, but he's hasn't. I, I guess I he's done all right. Him. He's got some wins, at least. I mean, his career winning percentage is twenty seven, but it's not good. He that yeah. probably should have been a pick. For no, him. that was the. Uh, that I was, probably should have picked him over Matt Lafleur. <laughs> probably I mean, that was the Josh Rosen year that he coached with the Cardinals. So yeah, he, but he year. hasn't had a he hasn't had a fair shake. No, 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 no. Even though he's six and sixteen, but yeah, he had a Josh Rosen team. But yeah, now he had a Josh a, Rosen year. That's now he's got I mean. a PJ Walker Bake Show team. Fuck yeah, Donald's just waiting. Give Steve Wilkes a shot. Somebody go hire this man. <laughs> huh? no, go hire this guy. Stop giving him just absolute dog shit to work with yeah give him cardinals fire cliff and go hire steve wilkson all right bring him, him back. bring him back bring him back <laughs> bring him, he would be going get the reunion going baby yeah. come on bring him back. all right let's recap this whole deal real quick the pta worst coaches draft i'm sorry the pta worst nfl coaches draft with the one pick i took old nate hackett We don't even need to re- we don't even need to recap. Oh yeah, I can, Matt Rule. I don't want to do it. No, okay. I can just pull it either way. Cool. All right. Well, that ends yeah. the recap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot who I took. All right. Matt Rule is a good. That, that's a good pick. He's terrible. Matt Rule's a good pick. All right. Baylor. Stud. And uh, last up, our favorite, everyone's favorite, the Week Eleven against the spread picks. Uh, do we have the doc pulled up? No, but I can pull her up. Did I didn't even did y'all did one of y'all put uh Luke put your picks in. Okay. So let's see. Last week on the slate for week ten for the PTA boys picks. Um we went 
Buzzsaw, decent week, eight and six. Hollywood, very good week. We're back, baby. Smashing week at eleven and three. Um, and I had a bad week to say at least. I went four nine and one. Oof. Um, the locks went one and two. So not great. Overall, not a great week. But Hollywood, eleven and three, gains that first place crown back. Need that in a big way. Um. Yeah, you're you're definitely up on Luke now by a few games, and you're up on me by a lot. How do you make one of these tables? <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, you're you're under five hundred again. Yeah, I need, uh, a, need to fight I, your way back. I, I need a redemption here. I wonder what my picks were last time I was on. Ooh, we we could look. Check. Wait, how many games are there? Uh, I don't think I did. Get I didn't look this late at all. Is there fourteen? Mm, yeah, I haven't really looked. I'm here. I'll pull up the spreads. I'm looking at them right now. All right, I figured out how to make a table. Yeah, it's 14. 14 okay. games. All right. Kick her off. Hollywood, kick us off. All right. First game of the slate. Tennessee heads to Green Bay Thursday night. Green Bay is a three-point favorite at home. Say what you want about Green Bay, but give me the Titans. Um, Green Bay can't stop the run. Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. And give me the three points. Stanhill playing. I believe so. I, I, don't, so. I don't think he hurt himself again. Yeah, he played last game. Uh, I'm also going to go with the Titans at plus three. That's a tough line, though. I mean, that's, give me give me the pack at Lambo. At Lambo. I really see that one being a push. They give you they um, they, they like they push. give you a field goal though for being at home though when it's that close though usually. Yeah. I'm gonna take the pack. Pack. I think this will be a statement game. So hopefully. me and Big E are on the Titans. You two are on the Pack. All right. I think it's a push at worst for the Packers. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right. Next up, the Cleveland Browns head to Buffalo. They are eight and a half point dogs. Bills have been screwing me over recently. I keep picking them, and they're not covering. Um, but when they win, they murder teams. Eight and a half. Give me Buffalo. All right. Yeah. I think they're on. I think they need a redemption. I don't think this is a trap line or anything. I think this is purely what they do when they play bad teams. And Browns aren't a good team. So I'm going Bills also minus eight and a half. Yeah. Last week of brisket in there. Um, give me the Bills and a get happen. Give me the Bills and a get back spot. I'm going to take the Browns. Browns? I don't, hate the, I don't hate the pick. I still don't. I don't think Josh Allen is fully healthy. I don't hate that pick. Go it's not a bad pick either. I, I like I like him a tutty in a little. Yeah, bit I'm just banking on a redemption game. That's kind of yeah. what I'm. I'm banking on them turning it around this week. Hopefully. What are the stats on the Bills as big favorites? Do they normally cover? Uh, I have to look at that. I don't. I honestly don't know the numbers to that. I thought they're about even in those you know games. Right. If I had to guess. I, when they win, they just murder teams. Yeah, they're due for a murder spot. Two straight losses. They're due for one. Um, all right, next up, the Detroit Lions head to MetLife against the Giants. The Giants are three-point favorites at home. 
Give me Detroit plus three. Give me Detroit. I'm gonna take the G men. You betting against your Giants week in and week out. That's what I do, baby. Oh my I'm take god! The I bet on the Giants last week. I think this is a, a push at worst for the Giants in in this same spot. Actually, you know what? I'm you always lose when you bet against them. Give me the G men. This is true. Give me the G men. <laughs> I do. I'm going with the G-Men purely off of what Cole said. That can't be a fluke. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a. There's like certain a, trends that we see happening here. Every time this guy bets against the G-Men, they, they always cover. Yep, right. I think it's like a 27-23 game. Yeah, 27-21. I think worst case, the Giants push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So us three are on G-Men. You're on Giant uh, Lions. Lions, okay. Next up, the Chicago Bears head to Atlanta. Atlanta are th- is a three point favorite at home. Oh, give me the Bears plus three. Uh, is, is this a trap game? It's I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm tired done with the trap yeah, games. I'm tired. Been, I thought so many games <laughs> are trap games that I've lost every single. That's one that's them yeah, being at that. home. The field goals them being at home. That's like give. I swear. Yeah, that, give me the yeah. give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. the Bears. Yeah, I think we're all on the Bears. I'll buy, I might even buy a point on that one. That that might be my lock personally because the Falcons I'm, suck I'm against the Rams. My lock too. Yeah. That might be. I'm Fantasy not. I'm not sure yet. A, I'm not sure yet. But a thirty burger in fantasy for this one. Yeah, might be mine. Next up, the Eagles head to Indy. They are six and a half point favorites on the road. Six and a half. Six this and one half. feels like a trap too. You would think this Eagles beat it by nine a couple more. days ago. Give me the Colts. Taking the. Taking Saturdays, boys. Taking Saturdays, Holy boys. shit! I have a sick ride in the Sunday. Dude, I have a sick feeling in my <laughs> gut they might beat the Eagles this weekend. I really don't know why. Because if Heineke was spraying the ball around, hey, Saturday's gonna pound that rock, and they're gonna do exactly what the commies did to them. Give me the Eagles at minus six and a half. I'm not gonna overthink this one. Eagles should have beat the Commanders. They got screwed on penalties. Do I have to choose? Eh, they also don't have the ball at all. Give me Eagles. Give me Eagles. Give me Eagles. Can I buy? Can I buy up to seven and take the Colts? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's a, fuck, if it's a I just six, like the the touch. It's the six. If it was seven, I think this is a different conversation. But six and a half, they got swimming by a touchdown. Even the Colts benefit the doubt. It's a field goal game in my book, by my metrics. <clears throat> I'm gonna take the Eagles. The Eagles have just. I mean, they have had some Colts. Close Colts always struggle teams. with a quarterback who can run the ball. And Shaq Leonard's out now too. That's not. I don't think that's very relevant. He's been out the entire. He's year. been out. Oh well, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's played like three quarters. All right. And was a liability in all of them. Well, maybe he's a bad thing. <laughs> Next game, Jets headed New England. Both teams off a bye. The Patriots are three point favorites. Make the Patriots my lock. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Jets. Take the Jets. J E T. I mean, for me, it's like, do I really think that the Jets can come up with a game plan to beat Bill Belichick? Even it's about Zach Wilson. Weeks? It's about that's all it comes yeah, down I to. Yeah, I do not like Zach Wilson. Give me the Pats. I don't think he's going to figure out how to beat Belichick. I'll do. Teams. I'll take the. I'll take the field goal being. Three. I'll take the field goal being at home. I bet it's gonna. I bet it's gonna be shitty weather too because it's in Foxborough around this time. Are you taking the Pats? Yeah, I'm taking the yeah. Pats minus three. Oh god, I, I kind of want to take the Jets actually. I, I kind of wanted Jets, to too, but I just can't get. I just don't think Zach. Because even last have it. game, they only lost by what five, he and Zach Wilson played terrible. I thought they and won twenty-two to ten. I thought it was like twenty-two seventeen. 
They might have scored a touchdown late, but I mean it was and not close. You said it's going to be really bad weather too. Actually, that makes me rethink the Buffalo Cleveland game. That game is supposed to be oh, snowing that's right. a fuck ton. That's something that we have to consider more and more with now games now. too. Yeah, yeah that all these games, if they're in these northern states, just have shit weather. Well, it's supposed to be. I think they said it's supposed to be like two inches of snow and possibly in Buffalo this weekend. Yeah, no, it's supposed to snow a ton. I'm fucking. I'll stick with the Pats. Biggie, I think you and I have the same exact picks for all these right now. Do we really? It's a win. That's not good. It's a win That is not good. That is not <laughs> good not at good. all. That's not good. All right. Uh, this next game is tough. Uh, Rams head to New Orleans. The pay, the Saints are four point favorites. I don't really. Is know. Stafford playing? I think he's. I think he's uh, Cooper Cup out. Oh, I think. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, Jim Bob. Oh, Jim Bob Winston might be starting today, this week. So, oh, if Jameis is starting, I'm fucking give me, give me the Saints, Jameis. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I I'm can... going to say it purely. I might switch this. If Jameis doesn't start, I'm switching. But if Jameis starts, this is my lock, honestly. I'm just gonna. I'm also gonna pick the Saints just because. Rams Saints are minus four. I know four is a lot. I'll buy a point. I'm going Rams. I I I think with Cup out, they may be pissed off. I mean, they I'm know they got to win. The weapons, Kamara over the Rams. I think this is gonna be a low scoring game. Give me the. This is a game that I will not hook. be watching. This is <laughs> no, the this, this is, is the official game. Stafford starts. They suck. Rams are done. This is the yeah. official game. Or is it they turn it around and then Cooper Cup comes back for fantasy playoffs? <laughs> no, this is where you Jim Bob Winston. Uh, give me, give me, give me the Rams. I'll, I'll die on that island. The Crab Bandit ugly. strikes that's this ugly. week. Yeah, that's a terrible game. That's so next bad. up. Panthers head to Baltimore. Baltimore was previously on a bye. They are twelve and a half point favorites at home. <laughs> this one's. That's I'm sorry, 12, 12. It's a big spread. See, they're both just gonna Give run the, the ball. They're both just Baltimore's gonna run the ball. Run defense a lot. has looked better recently. They're both just Give me the Ravens. Yeah, they're both just gonna run the ball a lot. I think they I think they got healthier too over the bye. They yeah. they looked really good against the Saints when they last played. Saints kinda suck though. But <laughs> what the hell was that? It's like a hell of an ad. I got an ad playing. Is that Campbell's? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sorry about that. Um, Campbell's chunking no. I think that was soup. me. Uh, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Ravens. I think they win it by two. Times. Give me only purely because they have like the same game plan styles, like in terms of running the ball a lot. Give me Panthers plus twelve and a half. Give it to me. All right, you're taking the Panthers. Oh wait, oh, you said they're off a bye. You said they're off I... a bye. Yeah. Ah, you. I Panthers, think this, Panthers had a mini buy. They played a Thursday night game. I think oh, this that's, is a game true. Lamar that's true. That's true. I'm going Panthers. The they had a mini buy. Thank you. They had a mini buy. Mini buy. Appreciate. I don't. I don't like this one at all. Um, give me Carolina plus twelve. It's too many points. There's a lot of points. Can't blame you there. Biggie, you're on Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up, Commies off the biggest win of the year. Head to Houston. They are the commies are minus three on the road. <laughs> uh, commanders minus three for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the commies. Give me the. Come commies. on, as you're wearing the Texans hoodie. I love them, but come on, Brian Robinson is gonna run for like 115 in a touchdown. 
Gibson's going to rush for Antonio 80 Gibson's and a touchdown, another maybe another 115 yeah, and a touchdown. I'm, Scary Terry's going to probably get 115 and a touchdown. You're going to see a lot of hundreds on the board. Yeah, we're going commanders. That, yeah, minus three. You would think it should be like five. It was at three and a half, but it went down to three. So. I, I think I'm going to – I mean, NRG I'm going to buy a half a point and bet that game for sure. Uh, NRG has the worst home field advantage. Don't right say now. they haven't. Ron Rivera hasn't declared if Wentz or Heineke's the starter moving forward. It's like yeah, just, I think it's pretty obvious. Just name Heineke the starter and be just done quit with bullshit. it. Rip the Band-Aid off. Just do it. Quit playing with your food. Yeah. I mean, come on. Eat the damn broccoli. Get it over. Just get Eat it over. Eat your protein. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Figure it out. God bless. I wonder what pair of kicks Heineke's going to buy this week. Oh yeah! So oh yeah! Gonna be, we're gonna be what? It's gonna be what? Philly green, right? Yeah, it's gonna be green and white or green and black. There's not a lot of not a lot of shoes for that. Custom made, baby. Come on, you got the Has money. Has he beat them before? Maybe I don't know. But anyway, the Ooh. next game up, AFC West matchup. Vegas heads to Denver. Oh, Denver's the under. Two and a half. <laughs> under yeah, the under. Under. Oh my Vegas, lord. Uh, Denver uh, is a game a, I will not be watching. Denver is a two and a half point favorite at home. Give me the Broncos. God, I'm gonna take the Raiders. Derek Carr won at some point. Did Derek the Raiders <laughs> win the first matchup this season? <laughs> did they? Yeah, they did. It was their first one of the year. <laughs> I'm taking the Raiders. Oh, they're definitely gonna split. Yeah, they're definitely gonna split. Oh, yeah. no. Are they gonna beat them again? <laughs> yeah, the Broncos. Yeah, I, th- Wait, I think minus? I think these might yeah, be the only yeah. two wins. Is the two shitty coaches just fight off against shitty coaches for each other. I just uh, it's two and a half. Two and a half. I'm gonna take the points. So you're pretty much betting on the money line at that point. Pretty much. Pretty much. I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking. Give me the Raiders. I think they're gonna they're gonna pull one out here. I really I really think oh, they are. De- I feel like they they could they could not be any more desperate, and the Broncos have been terrible. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm going I mean, Raiders. I have just a hard time feeling this matchup is a it's, sweep I mean, from either side. It's hard like, to bet on either team. Exactly. But maybe the, the two and a half. I wish it was three. Oh, that under's looking nice, though, probably. Are, you, are y'all on Raiders? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the Broncos. All right. Next up, Cowboys are one-point favorites going to Minnesota. Seems like a trap here. Give me the boys. I'm going to take the boys as well. I think we bounce back here. Vikings, Vikings are not going nine and one. Vikings, they're right. I also high. I like this spot given that the Vikings did just play like a very emotional, high intensity. That is game. true. Yeah, Cowboys come off a tough loss. Cowboys might be. I'm going. Fair. I'm going Vikings just so Cole and I are different lock. on like huh? at least two Cole of them. Lock. Hey, Dak. Show, Dak will show up against Kirk. The battle of the above average quarterbacks. I think it's 330. I think it's America's Game of the Week. Cowboys. It's close enough to prime time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a Fox. It's going to be a Fox game. Big E, are you in Vikings? Yeah, I'm doing Vikings, so you and I are different on this one just because it's like a pick basically, from what it seems. Yeah. That's good. We're also different on the Rams one, so we got a few different ones here now. There's two. Next up. (laughs) <laughs> Bengals head to Pittsburgh. Bengals are four and a half point favorites on the road. I'm taking Mar Chase isn't playing. They've already I'm taking Pittsburgh that. plus four and a half. Different team with TJ Watt back or with uh, yeah with TJ back. Oh, I forgot TJ is back. Yeah, give me the give me the give Steelers me four, and, four and, and a half Steelers. We saw what happened to them in the first game. 
Huh? Joe Burrow throwing what four picks? Yeah, the first exactly. Game. Yeah, they, exactly. they lost. They lost to him. Uh, I'm this go pick him up in fantasy. This feels like a game that Cincy may lose, but they already lost to him once. That's why I have a tough time picking him to lose again. But TJ Watt's back. I don't care. Dude, the, um, the numbers are honestly I know. Staggering. It's staggering. It is staggering. I'm going plus four and a half Steelers. That might be I'll my lock. That might be my lock. And it's a rivalry divisional matchup game too. So Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the four and a half. I think the Bengals win, but same. I think Bengals win, but I'm I'm taking that four and a half. I think it's in Give me Cincy. I'm gonna take an Evan McPherson game winner. Wait, what did Cincy do this past week? Uh, I think they might have had a bye. Yeah. yeah, they had a bye. Yeah. Mixon didn't play. Fuck it, give me Cincy. All right, moving into our last two games of the week. Sunday night, Chiefs head to Los Angeles. They are six and a half point favorites on the road. Chargers. That didn't specify. Give me the Chiefs are minus six and a half. Give me. Yep. Chiefs. I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Their, I mean, shit, their last game was pending, close. Pending. I'm going to take the Chargers. They play them tight. I'm going to take the Chargers, too. What's the health of our receivers? So they said that Mike uh, and Keenan were, were supposed to return to practice this week if they actually Who knows? With I, know, I know Mike. I think, I think Mike has I know Mike went through does. a pretty rigorous pregame routine. Yeah. I think he's going to be 100% to play. I don't know. Can, this, this is early in the week to. <laughs> yeah. So we're both on Chargers. I want to be on Chiefs. I think this is the Kadarius Tony breakout game if if Juju's indeed I was out. Just thinking that too. So I think if that's the case, yeah. I'm going. There's no way six he and a half Chief. Yeah, there's no way he was fucking crippled out there. Basically, yeah. yeah. So you are both on Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs. Unless yeah. unless Allen plays, then I'll flip that. But you got pick now, buddy. It's Tuesday. I didn't know if he played. You stick with it now. Got right? Four and a half days till game time. <laughs> By the way, I think my locks. I'm gonna take. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, my bad, Dylan. I'm j- I'm just gonna take the Chiefs. Okay. I was gonna say I think my locks the Bears. I think my lot's gonna be the Saints if Jameis plays. If Jameis does not play, I'm going with the Steelers Son. plus four and a half. You don't just get to do this. You gotta pick your lock. There's, There's no not a switch. We don't get does, a switch. If he doesn't. Now no, with the lock, we're son. not at the state fair, son. You got to make Steelers it Give me Steelers plus right? four and a half, then, if I can't switch. And oh. no lollipops and carnival yeah. games. Just pick one. Steelers four and a half is my lock. For sure. ESPN doesn't want to load. All right, last game, Monday night. San Fran heads to Arizona. They are eight-point favorites on the road. I is think Kyler they, Murray playing? I don't care. Give me the, give me the San Fran. I don't care. Kyle Shanahan versus Cliff. I just that that alone. Yeah, I'm gonna take give. the Niners too. That one actually that's not a bad lock there. I'm gonna take the Niners. Give me give me the fucking the give year. me the Cardinals. I'll just be just to be different here. Maybe Yeah, right. maybe a little, maybe a little trap game. A little trap game. A little trap game here, possibly. Possibly. What is it? Six and a half? Raiders is going to be my lock this season. Eight. Eight. Oh, okay. Raiders. Okay, I could do that. I could do that. Offense looked better last actually, week. Actually. All right. No, give me Commander's lock. Locks all around. Commander's lock. What do we got? Um, I am on the Bears plus three. You are on the Pats minus three. 
Dylan is on the Commanders minus three, and Big E is on the Steelers plus four and a half. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Does that do it? That concludes episode 19 of Punch the Air. Colt, tell them where they can find us at. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, RSS. Um, and again, I'll mention it again. Whenever, <laughs> whenever the day happens for some 14-year-old kid to buy a Patreon pass, come on down. Put you right next We'll split the screen right with Big E here. We'll throw you on the Zoom call, and uh, you can tell me why Dak Prescott's the best quarterback in the league. I'd, I'd love that. <laughs> so yeah, episode twenty coming next week. It's a it's a little baby milestone. It's a little baby milestone. <laughs> twenty, twenty on deck. Twenty. All right. Twenty on deck. Well, good night and punch the air. That's right. All right. Night night.